Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Time for another week of In4G Radio. It's episode 552 for March 25th, 2019. And holy cow, everybody is here. We got Drew in the house. Yep. We got the Wombat too. Water. And we got Gambus. I mean, Anthony is here. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Uh, greetings, That's not programs. Me. That's <laughs> not my fault. I made just the... keeps wanting to fucking disappoint you all. <laughs> I made the joke last week that I was going to put it in the notes that Gambus was on the show because it was just me and Anthony just to get people to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and he got mad at me saying, don't do that, they'll blame me. Because they will. <laughs> oh my god, Anthony, like, fucking, I don't write the shit that goes underneath the podcast. <laughs> I don't really write it either. I just kind of make it up on Monday morning. Like, what did we talk about? I don't remember. Um, oh, some it. bullshit. Some Tide Pods. Or that, I don't remember. Some, some bullshit describes the last episode. <laughs> uh, some bullshit describes basically our entire 500 episode run or whatever we're up to now. Well, I just said it. You don't remember? No, fuck. I don't <laughs> even say it. <laughs> it's okay. I have to look every week like, what number are we on? <laughs> Uh, at some point you just lose count. You're like, I don't know. It's fucking 500 and something, Ed. Anyway. Uh, video games. They're out. They're coming out. There's a lot of video games. As I tweeted yesterday, 30 days to MK11. That's all that matters. Indeed. But let's talk about... But you know games. what else matters? Nothing There's else. like five days until Yoshi's Crafted World. That's true. I'm surprised you're not saying three days until MLB The Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know if I'm getting the show this year or not. Did you get it last year? No, I did not, which is why I'm not sure if I'm getting it this year, because I have a career mode that I'm in, like, my seventh season on, uh, on 17. 17, yeah. And I can't bring it to 19 without bringing it to 18. Oh, and I don't feel really? like... I don't think so. Um, and I don't, I don't feel like buying two copies of the show so um i might just stick stick out my career in 17 for a while i'm at i'm at the point where i only play um road to the show and there are there are almost no actual players left anyway so the roster doesn't really make much of a difference to me um so i may just stick it out i may actually pick up this year's because i i it's been about three years since i played it Nice. I and typically, any- every three years, I jump on it. I haven't heard anybody talking about this new version yet. It's so weird. Nope. I haven't either. I haven't heard any hype whatsoever. Didn't they just finalize the box art? Like, you and I were on that show where we talked about how yep. they finalized the box art, like, just a few weeks ago. Yeah, because they picked uh, Bryce as the cover athlete, but he didn't have a team. 
So the um, the generic cover uh, art was just him wearing like a hooded sweatshirt, yeah, a gray hooded sweatshirt. Um, and so now that he's now that he's with the Phillies, they've got him in his Philly gear. That is so weird. Yeah, it, it feels like the most I don't know quiet release of that game in years. Yeah, I agree with that. It makes it very very nervous for people buying it. Like, <clears throat> is it just last year's game with a different cover? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It could be, but. It, it, the thing is, is that the show is probably well. It is the only game we're well, playing. <laughs> I would say, I would say the show is probably to me probably the best sports simulation game. It is really good. It is really, really yeah, good. I that. It's, I, mean, I, it's know, you, I know you love Madden. Oh, I love Madden, Drew. But I'm not going to sit here and argue with you that it's the best sports simulation. It's just I have the same problem that you guys do. It's the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What other football game are you going to play? Exactly. I've tried all those ones they released, like the indie ones. They're fucking terrible. Yeah. Ugh. Now, the Mutant Football League, that's pretty fun, but, you know, then there's there's no real players in that, so. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Drew. Yes. What are you even playing? Well, um, jeez. I've been playing the Division Two. Yeah, you know I have not had enough time to play that as much as I want to. I, I feel the exact same way, and the bad thing is I'm reviewing it. Yeah, I'm only level seven or eight now. I just hit ten. Yeah, uh, you're further than I am. Yeah, but I've got friends who are already thirty. Yeah, it, it didn't take long. Yeah, well, it's just I don't have. Yeah. I don't have time to play video games. Yeah, I hear you. I boot up the division. I'll play for like forty-five minutes, and then I have to go do something. That's me, basically. Um, but yeah, I'm playing the division two. That's a quality game. I think out of all of the games as a service, as they like to call them now, you could just call it the Schluter. I heard that's a the new sh- thing. The right? Schluter. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's probably the best uh, between like you know Anthem, Destiny two, and this. I know it's lot. unfair to compare them, it's and we really shouldn't. Anthem. Anthem's a bad game right now. Uh, Division Two, I kind of knew from the beginning that they that this was probably going to be the game to get, particularly when it came be- between Anthem and Division, because massive the developers of this game actually like hardcore listened to their audience. Like in Division One, had a lot of issues. And they stumbled, but they fixed it before they ended their run with Division One. And I could tell that they were actually like trying to listen to the players, saying, "Okay, we're going to fix this and this and this. You guys don't like this, you know." And they've carried that over into Division Two and made a really good third-person shooter out of it. Yeah. Um, there, there are some bugs. The biggest bug for me is so I had originally started with the turret. That you can just put up. I have completely went away from that turret because it disappears. <laughs> it disappears or it falls. So like I'm I'm hiding behind a box, right? And I want to put my turret up on top of the box while I still hide. I put it on top of the box and then it falls off the box to where I'm where I'm standing behind the box and it's now not shooting at anything. And that has happened so many times. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going with a different skill now. Um, they've tried to fix a lot of that stuff. Like I had the seeker mine, which would then disappear sometimes after I activated it. Uh, they fixed that to where it doesn't really disappear anymore. Um, I don't know. There's a few little glitches here and there that are just like, ugh, that sucked. 
you know, especially like when you're playing solo, because the only time I get to play is right whenever I get off work. And guess what? Nobody is online whenever I'm playing. So I'm having to do a lot of the solo, which is not ideal for this game. Uh, especially when you're doing main missions, which are very long, and you take out multiple bosses. Not great, because it's really difficult. And yeah. it gets to the point where you're just like, I really don't want to retry this boss fight another time. So I think it's way better if you're playing with other people. Yeah, I think it's designed other, that way. At least one other person. That way they could revive you or whatever. Exactly. Either that or you can get the hive ability and you, you get the mod, you, you get the, the you know, upgrade mod where you can revive people with the hive. It revives you if you have it, not on cooldown. <laughs> He's going to hope it's not on cooldown. Well, if you're playing by yourself, why would you ever use the reviver? I'm a reviver. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, there's th- th- those were minor complaints to a really really good game. Yeah, so. I've enjoyed the hell out of it when I've had time to play it. I just yeah. haven't had time to play it. Yeah, I have to. Uh, it looks fantastic on X. Yeah, it does. Man, it looks great. <laughs> um, and I'm so glad to not be surrounded by snow. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's actually water and green grass and shit. Yeah. Deer everywhere. Every time I see a deer, I start shooting it. <laughs> it's the hunter in you. He'll shoot that's, that deer. That's, yeah, that's the redneck in me. It's, <laughs> that's kind of fucked up, Drew. <laughs> it's a video game, guys. Do you shoot the dogs, too? Or are you, are you just a sick individual? No, I don't shoot the dogs. Okay. The dogs typically write hardcore run from me. I guess they see me do that thing to the deer. and Yeah, they're like, fuck this guy. He shoots animals. Yeah, this guy's insane. <laughs> but, uh, yeah... Uh, playing Division 2 for review. Um, man. Uh, honestly, that's, I mean, besides our Phoenix Down games, I finished The Quiet Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I finished that too. Did you play you it twice? Know- you have you listen. You have to play that game twice. No, you don't have to play that game no, at all. Because I, you don't have I, to play I, that I'm... game at all. You're correct. But <laughs> if you if you end up playing it, you at least owe it to yourself. Play it through a second time. I will let you say I, that. I will let you do that on Phoenix Down and tell me <laughs> what happened because I really don't want to play that again. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck you, Drew. Because <laughs> I'm not tell you why. I talked shit about this game, and you're like, eh, and I went, no, fuck this. And you're like, are you, like, you gave me like a kind of like a, hey, are you sure it's really that bad thing? And now you're not going to play it through again? Are you fucking kidding me? No, here's the, here's the thing. No, no, I was no, still early on. It's, it was bad then too. It was bad, but it was easy because you could just button mash. Then all of a sudden you come up against enemies that are like, oh, you actually have to dodge their attacks. And I was like, well, now I don't really... Now I have to care about this game, and now I really don't want to. As long as you keep going into focus, you can usually beat up the... The only one that you can is the the apartment fight with the big dude. Yeah. It's the only one where you really have to dodge the attack. But... 
I'm going to focus on not playing Square Enix's games for the last couple months. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Left Alive and The Quiet Man seemed like yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, I got yeah. Yeah. I played that. Which we're going to talk about next week. Come on, Drew, you still have time to... F- Drew, you don't have to play through it all again. You just need to start up the, the second time around. I can probably do that. And get to the point where you like you have to start dodging enemy attacks. Because that game is extremely different the second time through. Like, it's still the same plot. It's, it's still just, shit. I don't... It, it, you know what? I guess spoilers for Phoenix Down. Like, this game isn't the worst thing ever, but like, I... Don't know what they were thinking with releasing. Like the fact that they were like, "It's DLC to actually hear what people are saying." What? That's a cop out. Kidding me? That's a cop out. What? So here, uh, I know. For I know, there's no way that they they were like, "We're gonna release it. People are gonna wonder about it and be talking about it and be like, what." What you think's going on? And then a week, or like, and like a month later, we'll drop like what was actually going on. I'm sure. And then the game had bad reviews, and they're like, "Okay, we're fix is coming," because <laughs> there's no way. Like when you actually see all the stuff in audio, like, oh man, that game. The game is bad. I won't. I won't defend it, but like, it's a bad movie the first time through too. Yeah. And like the second time, it's like, okay, so this is like tolerable. Like, this should have just been how it was. Yeah. Okay. That, that thing was $8. I will, I, will play, I will play more of it with the voice. Yeah, you just, you just, need, to, you just need to hear, uh, like, um, the, the first time, I don't remember they got people's characters' names, but the first time that the, uh, you talked to the black guy, yeah. I say that because he's legitimately the only black guy in the game. You're, you, well, no, that's not true. Well, you don't know is well the boss he, that you were talking about. Yeah, the boss. Um, but like, yeah, he you um, like he has a long sequence, and the first time you play that game, it's completely silent. It's yeah, that's the thing that got me was I I, I started just looking at my phone. Oh, dude, I, was like, I, did that I, I was like, I'm I don't I don't care because I can't hear anything. It's not like I'm going to sit there and try and read their lips. Uh, I mean, why not? Deaf people, they can't communicate with the world, so here's just silent video. Like, what? It's so stupid. They're, they're blatantly signing each other. I'm like, I don't know how to read sign language. Yeah. I don't know how to read lips. But what is this? Like, yeah, it's, it's the Dark Souls of uh, Quiet Games. <laughs> of quiet Games? <laughs> the Dark Soul of Quiet Games. Get good, okay? Get, learn sign language. Read lips. Le- learn sign language, yeah. That's, that's how you can fully enjoy this game. Going to a sign language class <laughs> yeah. would be more enjoyable than playing that game. I mean, that's how much effort you got to put into Sekiro. True. Oh, Good segue. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I did not play that. <laughs> I, 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 I played that. I don't know if I played it or it played me, but you know. <laughs> Congratulations, you played yourself. Oh my <laughs> god. We'll talk about that later, but holy shit. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I did, I did play that. We'll save that for Phoenix now because yeah. there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about with the Quiet Man. You should just, it, do you know what? You'll know be the ultimate troll. Just release a podcast that is just sixty minutes of, of quiet. It, 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 it's an hour of nut silence. Yeah, just the silence. Week, and then the next, the week after, we release the audio. <laughs> oh gosh, if this was like closer to April. <laughs> well, it's only a week away. 
That's true. April 1st is only a week away. Sorry, guys. We're going to do the podcast one more time. I can't. We should have just released the silent one this week then. Yeah. I can't, I can't put people through that. Yeah. Oh man, if no. I if I was clever enough, I would take all a bunch of old clips of Gambus Con and splice them into the show and pretend he was on the show for April Fool's Day. That would be epic. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Uh, totally not not relevant to the uh, conversation. <laughs> you know, if the I had the time, the museum was great. <laughs> you know, if you'd asked me to do this, like probably three years ago, when I wasn't. Dating my wife. Married, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would have sat down and downloaded a lot of old episodes and just took Gambus's clips and just <laughs> made a full podcast of Gambus talking to Gambus. <laughs> that would be so good. So good. Yeah, that would be pretty oh. good. But yeah, no. Unfortunately, I have a life now. So. Yeah. You haven't even said the O word yet, which means you probably didn't play it much. Uh, I mean, I did, but I mean, it, it, what am I supposed to talk about? Well, there's a new character out, right? Well, well, yeah, but I mean, he's 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 a healer. He, I, I think, I mean, he he could he can change up that meta a lot, especially when it comes to the whole three tank three healer thing. Um, now you can totally win a three tank battle with a bastion because he has a little field that allows bastion to not die for like 10 seconds so yeah. there you go i mean this i had a very i had a very long conversation about this game this weekend about how it needs to change how it's something because i i went from playing three to four days a week to playing maybe once ken wants battle royale is what he said oh fuck no i don't even know if they announce so, that, I'd be like, "Well, you wasted your update." I'm so I'm are you? Are you officially? Are you officially on the bandwagon of Overwatch is dead? I don't think it's dead. I just think it needs something to draw back in people. Uh, there's there there is nothing they can do. Well, there's a lot they could do. I mean, it's a Blizzard game. You know, they made Diablo three good. But the only thing they could do is make Overwatch two. <sighs> I don't they know. would have to make a whole new game. I don't know. I just know that I've fallen off that game hard. Hard, hard, and I played it more than any other game. Ever. I still play it pretty much every day because it's it's the game that I go to. Like my wife's like, I'm gonna go get a shower, and so I'm like, all right, that gives me like two matches of Overwatch because I can't sit down and play the division because you can't do anything in ten minutes. Yeah, you know, I just, I've just not played it. I go and I get my boxes, and then that's I don't play competitive anymore because competitive is just fucked. I don't want any part of that anymore. I, I think competitive, you're playing on the wrong system. I think that's the problem. Well, I'm not changing systems. I know. I'm just saying that you know, competitive is still pretty good on PC. You guys all play GOATS? Is that what you do? Actually, no. I, I, there was uh, one... Uh, I think it was one of my um, placement matches this season. Like One of the guys in the chat was like, let's do GOATS, let's do GOATS. And there was like two people who were like, "No, I'm playing McCree," <laughs> and he was he got mad. So uh, I just I'm not having any fun. So that's that's been a real killer for me. Hmm. Well, and unfortunately, I mean, I could talk about th uh, the mobile game that I'm playing. <gasps> what? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it, my life has now devolved into. I now play mobile games to get some video game time in. 
Congratulations, you're now Wombat. Yep, congr- yeah, congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. Yep, I played myself. Uh, so, yeah, I'm playing a game called Armory and Machine, which is a incremental game, if anybody knows what those are. It basically starts off real simple. I think, in fact, uh, it's, it's been a few months now, but I think I linked you guys to a web-based version of that game, or not of that game, but kind of like that game, where you start off simple. You hit a button, and something happens. And then you hit a button, you hit a button, and then eventually you get enough of the, of that button pressing to where you can get it to automate, automatically press the button for you. And then you, it just keeps going and going from so there. So it's a fucking clicker. Idle, idle, idle game. Clicker it's like an idle game, but then you also like have to use that material to then go into battles that then you play out like a turn-based role-playing game. Well, it's official. We've lost Drew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing. A, he's playing an idle game. It's over now. You don't so, like video yeah. games anymore. Yeah, no, I don't play <laughs> video games anymore. Uh, apparently, um, I, I was like, oh, I wonder what uh, has happened in Cookie Clicker because that's mine of choice. And uh, apparently, it's, it now automates even when I'm not on the page. Oh my god! Uh, all right. So you can you can win without playing. Yeah, because that's what I want to do when I want to play eight, a video game yeah. is to win without playing. I have eight point eight. Five billion cookies. Yeah, what's that going to get you on a resume? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck type of question is that on a game? Podcast? You know what it is? It's a funny question. That's what it is. <laughs> what's going to get you on a resume? <laughs> God. Uh, no, but the the uh, Armory and Machine game it actually has an ending. You yeah, know, you when you through. turn it off, you're just done. No, you, have, you have to go through levels and fight bosses and stuff like that. So, in order to survive them, you have to upgrade, which then makes you mine for resources and stuff like that. So, hey, maybe, I don't know. It's something to pass the time. I was going to say, maybe you can upgrade it to where you don't have to play it anymore. That seems to be the Not, end goal for clickers, right? Is to get to the point where you don't actually have to play it anymore. Well, see, this one you have to. I don't think there's automotive combat in this game. You have to. Initiate combat. Hmm. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it, to be honest with you. Hey. Uh, sad, sad life there. No. Uh, I, I've i been, I'm, I'm probably going to pick up the show. So. Like you got time you got to, to play. let me know how it is, Drew. I'll let you know. Like you, I'll, honestly, I'll, I'll be I'll only play, be playing Road to the Show, because that's the only thing I really care about. Yeah, same here. He ain't got time so. to play video games, but he'll dive into a three-hour baseball game. Road to the show is not that long. <laughs> no, it doesn't take that long. You can set it up to where it's like, just show me the things that I did in the game. <laughs> yeah, and it's especially quick now that they've done the thing where, because baseball generally you play in three-game series, so you play the same team at the same place for three games in a row, and uh, so they've used that to speed up the load times, so they only have to load the stadium and the team you're playing against once, basically. Um, for every three games you play. So you can move through the games pretty quick and road to the show. At least you could in 17. I don't know about now. I'm sure it's even better now. Yeah. All right. We'll move on to Anthony. I have stuff I can't talk about. Yeah, I know you do, but you play um, stuff that you can talk about. Yeah, well, I've gone back to Devil May Cry, the original. I finished Devil May Cry 5. Um... That's like my number two for the year. 
for sure. Uh, right behind Resident Evil 2. I say it didn't beat out that other Capcom game. No. Um, it probably helps that that was the first time I've gone through that other Capcom game, right? Like, I, I've never played Resident Evil 2 before at all. Um, but, uh, I don't know, like, I kind of knew what I was getting into for Devil May Cry, so even though there were surprises, like, there, like, I didn't, it didn't sell me on a genre that I had kind of written off, right? So, um, but it's fantastic. It's worth every penny. The live-action cutscenes, I actually cried laughing. It's pretty um, funny. I still love. I the can't spoil guy. it for you, but the there's they they have somebody standing in for every character. Yep. And if you play Devil May Cry Five, one character that's like, okay. oh, everybody knows about they, that character. It's the bird. It's the bird, and they have a guy standing for the bird. He has he has a, he has a suit action. on, and he's got wings, and he flaps him the entire time. It's <laughs> he's got, no, he's got a cape behind him that he holds up. <laughs> he just flaps it the entire time. It's so good. And you is go, this, is go, this live action cutscene stuff part of the story? It's no, the it's, sto- it's, it's the stuff they animated around. Like yeah. they, they watched people doing the actions so they could animate it properly. They didn't mocap them. It's so there's no mocap in this. They game. even make cardboard cars. Yes, it is. It's so good. It is spectacular. It, it is like so. It's not an Easter egg. It's actually part of the story. Well, it's no, no, You have to buy the, the yeah. You have to buy the just, deluxe edition to get it. And you just change out the cutscenes. You play the game normally first, of course, but um, the DLC is fantastic. The uh, Mega Buster's really neat. Yeah, it's only ten bucks, and it's worth every penny of that ten bucks for the deluxe edition upgrade. Gotcha. Ten bucks. I thought it was twenty. I thought it was ten. Oh, it's ten in yeah, it's ten in the states. Right, yeah. it's twenty. In- <laughs> so, I'd have um, paid twenty for those cutscenes. I'm just gonna. Yeah, be no, it was worth every penny. <laughs> I, that, I, I wasn't expecting it to be that funny, but it was fantastic. Um, and and the add-ons that they give you are pretty neat too. Some of the uh, arms for Nero and stuff. Um. Uh, what else was there? There was um. Ooh. Oh, and the music. The music was in that bundle, which was great because I changed out some of them to the original Devil May Cry soundtrack. Um, I played the Quiet Man, unfortunately. <laughs> um, still playing the game, like Earth Defense Force review. Um. <laughs> He was supposed to get Zen Pinball. I got Zen Pinball for review, but I didn't get it for the console that I already have Zen Pinball on. Um, and then ended up with a code for a game called Operencia, which is by Zen Studios, but it's not a pinball game. And it comes out, I believe, not this, this w- Friday, but the Friday after? No, it's the 29th, so it's this Friday. Okay, okay, this Friday. Um, it's coming to Game Pass day one. So I think everybody should check it out. It's very different from, well, I mean, not just Zen Studios stuff, but a lot of other stuff. Um, but, I mean, if you have Game Pass, no harm, no foul. Might as well give it a shot. Um, I mean, there's it's a dungeon crawler. I can talk about what it is, because, I mean, you can watch a video of it. It's a dungeon crawler, first-person dungeon crawler. You move, like, on a tile grid, um, and then you get into combat, and it's more of an art, like a Final Fantasy sort of, battle system um, I guess is, like it's turn based like that instead of being on the grid um, like other dungeon crawlers so 
I've been playing that. Um, I'm just trying to make sure I haven't. I played more Baba as you. Uh, I think I'm done with Baba as you. <laughs> that game got really complex, and I was like, yeah, my brain's not. I'm not that smart of a person. So I stopped playing that. Um, and then I've been playing the same stuff I've been playing before, so there's really not much else to add. Right. Oh, no. There is. Mm. The same game I talked about last week. I played more Left Alive to write the review. Don't buy Left Alive. Don't. I don't think anybody did. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. But I just <laughs> want to make sure that for the... Because I had a friend said, oh, man, even though I've heard it's bad, I kind of want to play it still. Don't. Don't play that game. There's a ton of other stealth games out. Play any of those. Because I got to the second mission now. I got further in Left Alive. And it got worse. It's always good when it it gets worse as you go along. You know, part of the thing I realized after writing the review um, is it's really hard when you have a melee weapon uh, to know whether or not you're going to connect with the enemy without, like, short of just walking up to the enemy and touching them, right? I was like, oh, I've got to leave a little bit of space in, and then I always miss the first time, which alerts the enemy, and then they turn around, shoot me, and then I'm dead. And I just couldn't... You know, escort missions are fun, right, everybody? How about in a game where combat sucks? Like, fuck. Oh, that's a bad game. Yeah, it's been a week of bad games, specifically from Square Enix. Fun Uh, times. It's a shame. Alright, moving on to the woman, bird. Alright, um... So I'm going to surprise everybody and say that the game that I've played the most this week probably is Fortnite. What? Oddly enough. Um, oh, the podcast. Yeah, my uh, my uh, my son has been off on spring break, and he really likes Fortnite and likes to play it together. So we've played um, we played some of that this week. Um, and you know what? It, the more I play of it, the better it is. I mean, it's it's still not really my cup of tea like i wouldn't sit down and play it by myself but um as a game to play with him it's uh it's fun and they've they've got like a creative mode where you can build buildings and then blow them up and um do all sorts of stuff race some of the vehicles in the game and stuff like that and people create courses and uh we call it different levels and stuff so it's um it's pretty fun. Like I said, the more the more I play of it, the more I enjoy actually playing it. Even though I probably wouldn't play it by myself. Um, the uh, other than that, I mean, I played a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, um, trying to finish that up before I move on to something else. Um, the uh, I'm still really enjoying it, and I still think the gameplay loop is really excellent, and uh, I still like. Cassandra as a um, character. Um, I think, you know, for people who like Diablo and Diablo-like games, um, this the loot in this game is great. You're always finding new loot. You're always finding new pieces of armor. You're always finding some, some cool stuff. So, um, it, uh, it's, really, it's really awesome. I do agree with Ken that it's almost too big. Um, it's really, really large, and I, um, it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, I jumped back into that this week, and I hadn't played it <clears throat> since they added the instant transmog, and that's cool. 
Yeah, the the transmog is cool. You can um, you find some um, armor that you like. You find some you know armor that's really good stat wise. You don't have to wear it even if you think it's ugly. You can wear it and then just immediately uh, transmog it to any of the other armors you've ever found. Um, and even some of the armors have multiple color choices. Not all of them do, but some of them do. So um, it's cool. There are a bunch of cool armor sets in it. Um, that you get for um, killing some of the the named enemies in the game um, that are cool. There's some um, some other cool stuff in it that I don't necessarily want to spoil, uh, but they do some some neat things with Greek mythology. A couple things though that have sort of drove me a little crazy this week. Um, the first one is I started a quest that uh, it was a side quest, and I started it at level thirty. And it was a really, really interesting side quest. And it was building to what I felt like was going to be a really, really interesting conclusion. And so I spend probably three hours on this side quest, working through all the individual pieces of it. And then I finally get, um, this isn't really a spoiler, the, the, the mo- most of the side quest is about finding something that unlocks something else. And so I finally get what I need. I go to the place where I need to unlock it. I'm getting ready to, to, to do the thing that has been built up over the last three hours in the side quest. And then uh, the way this game works, it has kind of sequential quests where instead of one big quest that you just complete little pieces of, it kind of pops a new quest every time there's a new part of the chain. It pops the quest to, to finish this little chain off, and it's level 40. And I'm level 31. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I spent three hours going through this side quest, and you let me do all of it at level 30 and 31, but I can't finish it until I'm level 40? Like, And just so everybody knows, there's only 50 levels in the game. So I'm 20% basically away. 20% of all the levels in the game away from the level I need to be at to finish the side quest. Should have bought the um, XP booster. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, then I, I find out later that actually that side quest is a part of the main quest. And you don't get to that part of the main quest until you get to about level 40. Um, but it's like, well, that I mean, that would have been great to know before I invested an entire evening in that side quest expecting it to have a payoff. Um, so that was a little that was a little frustrating to me. Just the I, I like the the open ended nature of the game where you can kind of you can go places even though you're going to get your head kicked in. But at the same time, don't me don't start me on a quest path that I'm not going to be able to finish for another eight or nine hours of gameplay. Um, like that I have to leave and come back to eight or nine hours later because I'm just not going to care about it as much. Um, the other thing that's kind of a little flat to me, and I'm going to let the game play out and see how I feel about it later, is um, there's a big reveal that they kind of build up throughout the game. And when the reveal actually happened, it was just kind of flat to me. Uh, it wasn't what I expected, and it was a lot kind of cornier and lamer than I expected. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm going to let the game play out a little bit and see if maybe it gets better than what I'm thinking it is right now. But... Um, uh, yeah, so it's it's the game. I'm not quite as flowery about it as I was, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. 
but um, I'm still really enjoying it, and I do think that um, again, if you're if you're the type of person that like likes games where you get lots of cool loot, um, it's awesome. And if you have any interest in Greek mythology, it's pretty awesome too. So it's a um, it's a really good game. It's um, I was sort of struck playing it uh, yesterday by just how much this series has changed um, over the last couple of years. It it um, it it's really it's almost unrecognizable um, compared to Assassin's Creed Two and um, games like that earlier in the series. But that's it's not a bad thing. Um, it's just it's um, it's strange that this game origins this game and origins feel like they're part of the same series, but they don't feel the same as all the Assassin's Creed games that came before it. Especially like if you compare these two games to Syndicate, which was the last sort of Assassin's Creed in the old style, um, the differences are pretty jarring in terms of how they play and how they're set up and um, sort of the emphasis on loot and the way they do mission structure and all that stuff. The other thing about this game is you can tell it is very, very, very heavily influenced by The Witcher 3. Um, and that's great, uh, but you, it's just, it wears its influence on the sleeve, on its sleeve. Um, the, the quest structure is similar, the music is similar, the visuals are sim- similar, it's just a very, um, you can tell that that was a, a huge influence, so, um, anyway, uh, other than that, I really, um, haven't played much of anything, a little bit of Smash, um, went to Dave and Buster's and, um, Played some stuff there, but nothing, nothing crazy and new. Uh, did play Time Crisis Five, which is um, like the I don't know, just something about the Time Crisis games are so cheesy, um, but it was fun. So uh, other than that, haven't played anything. All right. Uh, we talked about stories last week. I played that, and we kind of skirted around the fact that I was playing it on Xbox and not PlayStation. But if you haven't played that game, you should fucking play it again. I've already beat it three times. I've gone three stories through on Xbox. Man, I love that game. It's so good. Uh, I played a little more One Piece World Seeker. We also talked about that last week. That game is a hell of a lot better than it has any right to be. Uh, So I'm looking forward to playing more of that. We talked about Far Cry New Dawn, and I finally jumped into that kind of feet first. Um... I really like the way they've streamlined that game from Far Cry 5. It feels like you're doing a lot less time wandering around looking for stuff and just going from one thing to the next, one thing to the next. Um, I do not care for the ethanol portion of that game because I feel like the stuff that I want to do, I need ethanol for, and ethanol is only available in kind of very limited ways to get it. Now, granted, the, the ways to get it, the most important way is to do the, the outposts, which are some of the funnest things in these new Far Cry games. Um, but just having to search those out and just do those over and over again to upgrade you know, your home base, it gets a little repetitive, especially when some of the side missions are really good, like the, um, the treasure things are still really excellent in this game. And I love doing those, but I feel like those are only good to do for like perks, you know, so it doesn't really progress your, your home base. Um, but no, that game is, uh, that game is real good. And, and like The Division 2, 
It is another, <clears throat> and even Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it is another game that just looks absolutely stellar on on the X. It just just beautiful. Uh, played more DOA six. Still enjoying that game. Played some more Trials. Still enjoying that game. Jump back into Monster Boy. That game is hard, um, but I'm enjoying it a lot. I just got the frog, so I can now jump with my tongue, which is fun times. Uh, and then I I took Sekiro for review, and I don't know why I did that. See, so uh, okay, so you're gonna have to help me here, Ken. Okay. Because I am very drawn to this game, and I know I mentioned it on Twitter. Sorry, my mic's all messed up here. Um, because I know it started out its life as a Tenchu game, mm-hmm. uh, and it shares a lot of visual sort of aesthetic elements with the Tenchu series, which is one of my favorite series of all time. Yeah, I know it is not a Tenchu game. No, it is not. Okay. And I know it is a Souls-like game. Mm, it borrows some things from the Souls, but pretty much everything you've learned in a Bloodborne slash Souls game as far as combat goes, you might as well just forget all of that. So, how hard is it? It makes Dark Souls 3 look easy. Oh, shit. This game is probably the hardest game I've ever played. Wow. Um, so at first, you feel pretty good. You start playing the game. Um, the way the combat works is it is literally two... There's one attack button. And your So the right bumper is your attack, just like any Souls game. Left bumper is your guard. And you can use that to deflect. You can also dash with the B button to skirt out of the way of an attack. Um, but it is not about whittling the, the enemy's life bar down. Instead, there's another meter called the posture meter. And what you need to do is you need to build that posture meter up to where it's max, and then you can deliver a death blow. And a death blow is essentially an instant kill, unless, of course, you're fighting a boss who has multiple life bars, then that only takes one of them. Um, What makes this game so hard is that... The regular enemies, they're not really a problem. When there's a lot of them, it's best to kind of skirt them off and Dark Souls them to where you pull them off one at a time and take them out. That's not the problem. The problem arises when you run into a boss. So I'll just go through the very first mini... And these are mini-bosses. These are not actual bosses. But the first mini-boss that you run into is a general guarding a gate. And I literally fought this guy probably a hundred times before I beat him. And eventually I figured out that you could sneak around and get a death blow on him and take one of his health bars. And it still took me an additional 25 tries to beat him after that. Um, and the way it, it's just... Let's just say you fuck up a block. You fuck up a dodge. Uh, he has two moves that are unblockable and if you don't get out of the way of those, it's like more than half your health when he hits you. Do you and have healing items? You have the, you have a flask, just like you did. It's called a healing gourd. Um, you get one use of it when you're at this boss. Because when you beat this boss, you get a second healing gourd item, and it lets you get two uses of it. Okay. Um, but during this fight, I only had one. And 
take into account that this even allows you, like, when you die the first time, you get this thing called a resurrection, and you can come right back. I still died a hundred times with a healing gourd and a resurrection. That's how hard the first mini-boss was for me. And granted, I am not good at these games. I've never claimed to be good at these games. But this game just feels overly brutal. And I don't feel like I'm alone because I'm watching, and even the people who are really enjoying it are talking about how they've died hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of times, going through this, where if you walked from beginning to end of this game, I probably guess it's somewhere between, you know, 12 and 15 hours long. You know what I mean? But they've spent 15 to 20 hours already just dying over and over and over and over and over. And if, and it gets to a point where you just get frustrated and you're like, my God, this is like the first boss. And there are a lot of people that love that sort of thing. There are. But, you know, we talk a lot about on the show, like you and I drew earlier, talking about, like, man, I just don't have time to spend 45 minutes in the division. Think about, I played this game, like, three different sittings the first night I had it fighting this first boss and I probably spent an hour and a half doing that and I gained nothing you know I made no progress I will I will play Jay here and say you gained the knowledge of <laughs> not doing that again this is true but it also frustrated me to the point where I didn't want to play anything else and I just kept thinking about, like, what am I doing wrong? Why can't I get past this first boss? Like, it literally frustrated me so bad that I got a headache and I did not want to play it. I was trying to play a different game to kind of clear my palate, and I just did not want to play anything else. We should note that, did this not come as a physical copy? I thought that's what was going to happen. It ended up being a digital copy. Because that was why you were... Yeah, that's that's the reason I was originally because they said they were going to send me the physical copy, and I was like, okay, that's fine. And then the the digital code showed up like the day before it came out. And I'm like, all right, well, I already committed to this. I'm just going to do it. So, so cue my metal gear. I will no longer uh, be the most hated reviewer. Yeah, it's uh, man, and okay. So on top of that, every time you die, um, it affects the world. To, it, it's called Dragon Rot. And every time you die, there's a little more Dragon Rot. That sounds like Demon's Souls. Probably get a doctor to check that out. But it affects the whole, like, other characters. Like So it affects the NPCs. Yeah. So it yeah, makes it um, to where they won't help you as much throughout well, they, the game. I've heard that they, if you die enough times, you when you kind of, like, load back in, there'll be, like, a message that says you hear someone coughing in the distance. Yes. And that means they're dead. Yes. And the NPC just dies. Yeah. So not only does it punish you that way, also, there is no corpse runs in this game, so it is not like that as far as the Dark Souls go. Um, instead, when you die, everything you have on you is halved. So your money, your little spirit level, all of that stuff is halved. Um, sometimes when you die, you'll get what's called, um, what they call it, an unaided assist or something like that, and it won't take away as much as half. But... <laughs> It's so funny to think about that, because the, I died so many times on the first boss, that by the time I was done, I didn't really give a shit if you took half a two. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just like... Does okay. it eventually just give you zero, or are you always left? It, it, it's always going to try to take half, so if I don't have anything, it just takes half and nothing, so it takes nothing. 
and it's just it's just so brutal. And what also makes it brutal is that that fact that you can't recover your items, and also the fact that there is absolutely no multiplier. There is no way to bring people in to help you. Um, it seems like there's some really cool stuff in here, though. So instead of using like souls to upgrade, you collect these um, these items, and once you get four of them, you can upgrade your uh, one of four abil- uh, one of four stats. So like vitality and attack power and stuff like that. Um, so it's simplified there, so you're not having like eight or nine stats. You're just having four. Yeah, exactly. And there's only the one weapon, your sword. Um, the so wep- you can't get new weapons? So that's the other part. So the arm that you have, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the fucking trailer. Um, your arm gets cut off in the beginning. Okay. And you get this like mechanical arm. And you can put attachments on that. So the first attachment that you get is like shurikens. And okay. you can throw those to interrupt. So like the first boss has this move where he stops and starts like focusing to bring his um, his posture gauge back up which is just the most infuriating thing ever. Uh, <laughs> so you can kind of throw a shuriken and interrupt that. So that's what those are for. So you have you have boss meters, too, that you can look at? Yeah, so the boss has a health bar, which is completely irrelevant, because, like I said, you're not trying to take his health down. But the, every enemy in the game also has a posture meter. And the more yeah. you hit them or attack them, you build it up. And eventually, once it builds up, it, like I said, it is a one-hit kill. So any enemy that you pull a posture, that you max their posture out on, that's just, you just tap your attack button, you kill them, they're dead. This kind of sounds like a weird Shido Blade yeah, it's, slash Tenchu game. And you can literally, if you can sneak up on an enemy, it's an instant kill. Unless it's a boss that's and awesome. he has two health bars. Um, so, for example, once I beat that first boss, you walk into the next area and there's like seven dudes. One of them's got a gun, so he's shooting you from a distance. One of them is this giant freaking ogre dude with a club who's like two sizes your character. And I actually snuck up on the big dude and took him out in one hit, so I didn't have to fight him. Which was nice, but then I walk around the corner and guess what? Hey, Memories of Bloodborne, there's a guy standing up on a tower launching goddamn fucking bombs at you. Well, maybe he'll become your friend later, just like Bloodborne. (laughs) But yeah, this, I mean, you know, you get through that boss, and it's like Dark Souls, so when you go to, you, you find these shrines, and they allow you to travel, they allow you to buy, so the money so far is used to buy um, uses of your mechanical arm. So you can buy those. Um, but you can also travel, you can rest, which obviously re, you know, resets the world, brings all the enemies back, except for the mini-bosses and bosses. Those stay dead, just like in the Souls games. But, yeah, it. I mean, if you have any issue with a difficult game... Like I like just for just for reference, just to make sure I wasn't crazy, I reinstalled Dark Souls three, and I was like, "Is this really that much harder, or am I just not remembering?" And I'll tell you what, going back to Dark Souls three, I felt like I was on easy mode. Like I was just rolling through people in that game. I'm like, this is so much easier than Sekiro. <laughs> so are you fighting like wow. demons in Sekiro? You're no, you're fighting. Um, like samurai guys, and then some. There is actually a chicken in the game that I fought, like a okay. big, like a six foot chicken. Um, but no, most of them are just like regular dudes, and then there's like these big hawking dudes, and there are crazier like big enemies uh, in the game 
especially the bosses, but those come later on. In the beginning, you're mostly just fighting, you know, regular samurai dudes. With so is it the same structure as, like, Demon's Souls, where there's not really any, like, cutscenes or anything like that? It's all just... They're just talking... You're just talking to people in the world, really. So yeah. there's no cutscenes. There's cutscenes. Really. There's been there were cutscenes at the very beginning, yeah. um, but since then, since I've been playing through the game, there's not really any cutscenes. It's just talking to people in the world. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, it's it's hard as fuck. I you know I don't think I'm going to be playing that game. Yeah, I kind of wish I wasn't reviewing it. But I mean, I respect I respect the game. I, I I've I've played my fair share of them. Uh, but I've only beat one of them, yeah. as far as I can tell. So, and and that was apparently the easy one. I absolutely love like the world, the characters, and the ideas of From Software's games. Yeah, and I just really wish they would make a "You suck" or "You're a dad" mode. <laughs> You're a dad mode, <laughs> which is basically you know I don't have to spend you know banging my head a hundred times against one boss. Can you pause Sereko? Yes, Sekiro, yes, you can pause. Because there's no there's no online. There you go. But pausing doesn't stop. There's a leg up. (laughs) There is one leg up, but I spent more so I spent more time fighting the first mini boss in this game than I have any like I was telling Anthony in DM this week, I was like, you know, I'm not the best at the from games. I usually suck at them, but a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne or anything like that, I can get four to five bosses in before I hit my wall. I felt like I hit my wall on the first mini boss in Sekiro. Hmm. Like it is that hard. Yikes! Drew, which which Dark Souls game did you beat? The first one. Well, that's. I mean, I'm pretty sure two is the easiest. Like some of the bosses in two are absurdly easy. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I especially before the... they 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 had to update it, like they the lightning in the original in two's original version was so broken that it killed basically everything. That's Last true. Boss is easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I beat made the first it. Dark Souls. I mean, I busted my head against the wall to do it. We did it for Phoenix Down. I actually beat it. Um, I got to the very end boss of Demon Souls. And I don't know what happened there. I, I I couldn't beat him, and I got sick of going through that same area. And more stuff came out. Uh, I reviewed Dark Souls two, didn't beat it, but I got very very far into it. And I own Bloodborne, and I I did not like Bloodborne at all. I didn't mind Bloodborne. I thought it was okay. Um, That's funny because I think Bloodborne is my favorite of what they've done, and I definitely got the furthest in that game. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't even bother purchasing Dark Souls three. Yeah. I, I reviewed Demon Souls, which is the one I put the most time in, um, and played some of the first Dark Souls, but not not a ton. My dad is fascinated with that series, but it's weird because he doesn't have any interest in Sekiro because it doesn't have the multiplayer aspect, which is what he enjoyed. Yeah, there, the there, is no, games. there is no way to get people to help you in this game. It wasn't even the helping. He, I mean, he preferred helping others, because once you're done, you don't need the help, right? So sure. he'd go through, and then he'd, he enjoyed just going and helping other people that needed help. And he also liked, um, in the Dark Souls 2 and 3, more so than 1, because one's kind of broken in its mechanics to some extent, um, the, like, sitting there and just waiting for people to invade. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. And then he'd help people fight off invaders. Because yeah. there are certain points in 3 that were just known for that. Um, he, Platinum 3 and Bloodborne, I think, 
Um, but like, yeah, no interest in Sekiro just because they've removed that function from it. So, the, I, I really liked my, my favorite part. I shouldn't say my favorite part. The thing that I thought at the time was really cool in Demon Souls was the leaving notes for other players to warn them of danger or to. Yep, that's gone. In tell, them, tell them stuff was coming. I thought that was uh, a really neat addition. Try to that thrusting. Game. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. jokes, the, dr- the jokes by two were great. Yeah, all like, of that. All of that is gone in Sekiro. There is no online component whatsoever. The yeah, the the, the thing that really set aside Demon Souls to me is the best game in that entire thing. I really enjoyed Demon Souls. It was yeah, as hard as it was, and as much of an ass kicker as it was, I enjoyed that game. Demon Souls had that lightning in a bottle. Nobody had ever seen a game like that before. It was right. unique, and it did a whole bunch of stuff that even the games later on didn't do. Well, yeah. like, the, 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 what is it? No, it's not a weather change, but like... It was the, the light the and soul, dark. The world. The light and dark. Yeah, the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was so funny when we got that, because I remember back when we got that game, nobody had ever seen anything like this, and I remember Ryan being like, I'll review it, I'm like, okay, and he starts going through it, and he's like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah. <laughs> this game is so fucking hard! <laughs> this got that, killed by a dragon like a hundred times! Yeah. yeah. The Demon Souls was like one of a kind, and I don't think it'll ever yeah. be anything quite like it. It reminds it's, me, that I feel the same way, This there's there's going to be some people who are going to be shaking their heads when I say this, but hopefully by the time I explain myself, it'll make sense. Demon Souls, I feel the same way about Demon Souls as I feel about Dragon's Dogma, where they it, it was a game that was completely unlike anything else I had ever played, yeah, and did what it did exceptionally well. Um, and you know it. It was hard, <laughs> especially for especially for somebody like me that's not uh, very good at games anyway. Um, but it was still it was neat because I had never played a game where I felt like I had to uh, almost tiptoe through it um, because I never knew what was going to be right next to me. Yeah. Yeah. The the craziest thing to me was the fact that there is a boss in Demon Souls. That is another player. They did that in three as well. Yeah, yeah, and the but you've never seen that before. No, never. Right, like that, that was crazy because I remember I was just playing the game and all of a sudden I got I got transported to another world and I had this weird thing on my head and now I had to fight another player. I was like, what? And I realized clearly another player that, when you see their their handle or whatever. Yeah, and then I realized when I got to that boss fight, I was like, oh my god, I was a boss fight for somebody. I was like, what? This is insane. And I was like, that just blew me away. Nobody had, we'd never seen anything like that before. And that was the thing was like, from software didn't realize it either because they didn't really print that many copies of Demon Souls. Yeah. I I heard about it through word of mouth, bought it day one. And then they were like, oh, we have to go back and make more copies of this game because it became so popular. Yeah, the, the copy that I have is one of those just plain silver tester oh, discs. Silver with, jobs, yeah. Yeah, with some text on the front of it. Uh, it's not even like the actual boxed copy. It should have just said, you are dead. Yeah, that's what it should have said, 100%. The, the great thing is I got the deluxe edition for it because I pre-ordered it, and the deluxe edition came with a strategy guide. Legit, the strategy guide in it 
some of some of the the text in there says like if you really want to get past this guy run down the stairs and he'll try to chase after you but he'll fall down the stairs instead and die and i was like really you're trying the, the strategy guy is showing you how to cheese this game yeah that's how you know the game is hard as balls when the the strategy guide's like hey you ain't gonna be able to beat this the normal way so just do this shit instead yeah, make him fall off the stairs. Oh, one one more thing about Sekiro before we move on. Um, one of the things I really do like about this game is that the mobility is so much higher with that grappling hook. So when you need to get out of a fight, it's so much easier to do that. If you're like, I can't, I can't deal right now. I need to come back to this. You can get away from enemies pretty easily. That's good. So, and the grappling hook has a ton of grapple points throughout the world. So it's. You, know, you can fly up on a roof, and the enemies eventually they'll stop looking for you, and you know you can go back to doing your thing. But remember, if you sit down and rest to get your health back, they all come back. So, no, I respect the hell out of this game. I think it's really well done. I just think if you have issues with difficulty, like I do, it is not. You are going to be banging your head against the wall. It is the hardest game I have played. And, you know, I finished Ninja Gaiden Black. I played through a lot of the Souls games. This game makes all of those games look super easy. Yeah. Ninja Gaiden Black. That was a pretty rough game. It was extremely <laughs> rough game. And, but that was also, you know, I, I hold on to that as one of my, my crowning achievements in video game beating. But I was also, like, what, 17, 18 years old or something when that game came out, you know? Yeah, I repl- <laughs> the first time I played it because I didn't own the original Xbox. Uh, I bought it on uh, 360, and whenever it had it backwards compatible, yeah, and I beat it then, and I was probably in my early 20s. Yeah, that that was back in a different time when I had a lot more patience and and to be fair, a lot better <laughs> <laughs> reflexes. Than reflexes, I yeah. yeah, yeah. God, that was the the the. Thumb gymnastics you had to pull in Ninja Gaiden Black were nothing compared to anything else. That game was the only game that gave me a Killer Wolverine moment. I threw my controller <laughs> across the room at the Alma fight. Oh, God. Alma was the fucking worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no, I mean, if you're looking for that, if I mean, if you want to punish yourself, this is the game, man. I have never played a game this hard before. It's just... I I bet you Jay is absolutely in heaven. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this seems like it was made for him. Yeah, um, but no, it's it's I you know I'm not one of those people that gets bitter about this and will go in my review and be like, ah, hey, five out of ten, this game's too fucking hard. Well, but, I mean, uh, if you really if you really like hard games, let me introduce you to fucking Left Alive. No, that's just a bad good. game. Sekiro is actually yeah, a good game. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to learn from Must Alive other than don't play. Yeah, and also another cool thing is back at your, like, um, the main area where the dude upgrades your arm and stuff, there's a guy there that will train with you, and he will teach you all of the moves in the game, and he will just let you fight him over and over again. So I thought that was pretty cool. But no, that's that's what I've been beating my head against this week. Also, it looks real good in HDR on, on the X. Like, it is a very pretty game. That's on PC as well, right? It's on yeah. PC, PS4, and Xbox, yeah. Gotcha. Activision Publishing. Yeah, Activision, so... Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Activision Publishing this one out. I'll be interested to see, you know, what they do next, kind of. Well, I saw a lot of people going back to From Software Games to this week on Twitter. 
Yeah. A lot of people going back to Bloodborne, Dark Souls. Yeah, I even saw a guy jump on Demon Souls. I would love to go back and play more Bloodborne. Like I said, that that has by far been my favorite of their games, and I really enjoyed what I played of that game. And I played yeah. a lot of that game. That's my favorite lore of, like, any of the... Uh, well, yeah, it's got some really series. cool, just, like, settings and stuff. There. I really like the enemies in that game. The, all the um, uh, Lovecraftian stuff. Yeah, and I like the uh, the weapon. Like, the Switchblade weapon is still one of my favorite weapons in those games where you can make it long or short. I really like that mm. weapon. They kind of... I think they did that with... Did they do that with uh, Dark Souls? They had, like, the one sword that you can sheath and then becomes a larger sword? It's possible. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they, there they was one. Weird, they, the, Dark Souls 3 took a lot from Bloodborne in the best way possible while still maintaining... It's yeah. Dark Souls-like nature. But... It's it's kind of funny, because I own Dark Souls 3, like the super-duper edition, so I have all the DLC that I will probably never play. <laughs> I uh, I do... Any any fans of Dark Souls should look up, and, and Bloodborne should look up the cut content from those that people bring out. Uh, specifically, um, the, uh, the one with the baby ocelot. Um, I can't remember the, names, the name of the king. But uh, there's a big fight in that where somebody goes... I don't know how they do it, but they went in and found all these mo- unused models and everything and kind of restore them. And uh, there's a lot of cut stuff from those games. It's really disturbing. I so, still uh, hope we eventually get to a point where From Software puts in a, a, like a punk mode or an easy mode in those games so I can eventually see them all <laughs> through to the end. Because right now I, I rely on like looking at streams and stuff. Of pe- like That is the only thing that I will watch a stream of as far as a game goes. And it's just because I, I just don't have the time or the skill anymore to get to the end of these games. Yeah. So... And, and I love the worlds. Like, the worlds are the... From Software, man, they... They make some of the best worlds. Yeah. Uh, the first time I went to On Orlando in Dark Souls kind of blew me away. There's a big fucking enemy in Sekiro that just kind of moves through the world, kind of like in, if you played Breath of the Wild, the big serpent. I, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, there's something like that in Sekiro, and it is the most menacing thing you will ever see in your fucking life. <laughs> I think Sophie posted a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that and went, no, no. <laughs> That's a big old nope right there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, it's 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 a great game. It's just beating the shit out of me and making me very frustrated. But if you're into that, you're going to love this game. That's for sure. <laughs> if, you're in, if you're into getting frustrated, <laughs> you'll really enjoy this game. <laughs> there are so many people on my Twitter timeline that are just like, oh man, I'm on my 40th death on this enemy, and I love it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Good on you. Yeah, really. Good on you. But let's talk about this week. Uh, Sekiro's out now, so what else is coming out? we got quite a bit. We've got the, da- the how do you say it, Danganronpa trilogy? Coming to PS4. Uh, Final Fantasy XV's final DLC, Episode Arden, drops mm-hmm. this week. Uh, Generation Zero. MLB The Show 19. I sent this next game to Jay for review, and I still don't know how to pronounce everything in the title of this game. It's Nelke and the Legendary Alchemist Atlers of the New World. That is a mouthful. New Atelier game? Yeah. Uh, we've got Outward, 
Space Junkies, The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel, the Decisive Edition. <laughs> Wait, the, the first game? Trails uh, of Cold Steel 1? I, I don't know what this is. It's it's on PS4 this week. It's called The Decisive oh, Edition. Oh, it must be the PS4 version of that game. Uh, the, but I think it's published by NIS America now, so it could be a total retranslation. Hmm. I don't know. Because, Trails of Cold Steel is a fantastic game. But I'm pretty sure uh, NI, uh, NIS has it now. Huh. Nisa has it. So. Um, I know Falcom made it. Well, I mean, Japan. they also publish uh, East now, too. So, Oh, maybe they took over Falcom games? I don't know. Falcom's really weird with who gets to publish what, no. because I think... Falcom um, is a good developer. Yeah. The, Got some good composers. Save too, myself man. for later, but uh, East 9 trailer was uh, put out there, and uh, it looks really good. We've also got The Princess Guide. I don't know what that is, but that's pretty funny. Uh, The final episode of the final season of The Walking Dead drops this week. Who finished that? Skybound. Uh, Yes, Skybound Games. Hmm. Uh, Gwent, the Witcher card game, Crimson Curse. American Ninja Warrior Challenge. I'm sure that's going to be a quality game. It's $40, man. Yeah. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered is dropping this week. On Switch? Uh, I don't know if the Switch version's out, but I know the PC, PS4, and Xbox One versions that you get with the Season Pass as well as the standalone version are available this week. I can't check wait to hear about the, the, the Switch version. I'll check when we get to the Switch list if it's on there. Okay. Uh, Bomb Chicken? Play that game. Uh, if that's the physical version, uh, it's for a Switch. Uh, PS4. Oh, that's PS4. Yeah. Okay, it's finally coming off the uh, Switch then. But I think they're doing a physical version this Friday from Limited Run. Uh, Legendary Eleven, and apparently the limited edition of the Princess Guide because we couldn't just have the Princess Guide. Uh, if you're on Xbox or Switch, you can get Final Fantasy Seven finally this week. Um. So I'm really interested in this game, and I imagine Drew is probably too, and I did not expect it to be coming this soon. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, that fighting game, yeah, is out on Tuesday. I, I they, like That felt like they announced it like yesterday, and it's... Yeah, uh, the last Endeavor for the Power Rangers wasn't very good. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, but I think it was... Bad. Uh, Saban still owned the rights, and now Hasbro does. I mean, if you watch the trailers for this, it looks decent. Uh, I mean, for a twenty-dollar fighting game. Yeah. yeah I, if I, it comes feature complete, it's already doing better than Street Fighter. <laughs> uh, we've got Xenon Racer, uh, Alien Cruise, Windscape, and the game Anthony mentioned earlier, Operencia. Uh, let's check the Switch. Oh boy, Switch has got a big list again. Let's see what's on sure. got. Uh, Deponia, Inventioneers, Air Conflicts, The Collection, as well as Pacific Carriers and Secret Wars. Uh, Dragon Mark for Death, Galax Z The Void, Deluxe Edition, Gems of War, Nero, which apparently stands for Nothing Ever Remains Obscure. Yeah. Uh, OMG Zombies. 
Uh, and Assassin's Creed is not on here, by the way, so it must not be dropping okay. this week for Switch. Uh, we've got Neon Caves, Fun Fun Animal Park, Gods Remastered, Inferno Climber Reborn, Istanbul Digital Edition, Lyrica, She Remembers Caterpillars, <laughs> Jesus Christ, The World Next Door, Ultra Wings, War Party and Yoshi's Crafted World on Friday. And I wonder which yeah, one's the one you need to buy. Yeah, the, the one that comes out on Friday by Nintendo. <laughs> That's. I felt like you were just choosing name, like words out of a hat and just. I mean, if you, I mean, a, a close second will be the caterpillar one. If you had a switch, <laughs> Anthony, if you had a switch, and every week I do this just for fun, uh, you go to the eShop and you just look at all the games that come out and just shake your head. Uh, I'll probably the, end up getting a Switch because I know we've brought up. I don't think Penguin Wars is ever coming to PS4. Oh, so, um, I still want to play that. And Blaster Master Zero 2. That came out last week, Switch. yeah. And it's Switch only. It is. Yeah, the first one. I no. thought the first one was too. No, it's 3DS as well. Oh, well, that don't count. Yeah, I know, but I'm just <laughs> saying. It's not. that The second one is only on Switch, so. So you want to hear something really depressing? Speaking of 3DS, I looked at the 3DS release list because I always look at it every week just to see if something. Was it just up. a picture of somebody taking it out back and shooting it? There's only one game. Like Old Yeller. There's only one game on the list for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year? Yeah. Um, I... Persona Q2: New Cinema Labyrinth. That's right. That's coming. That's it. That's the only game on the list. In fact, there's only that one may, game. That in may Japan, actually be yeah. a pretty good game, though, guys. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Well, I mean, Persona Q was good. I mean, that's yeah. literally the only game in North America, Japan, and Europe that is coming to the 3DS this year, according to wow. the list. So they're just abandoning it. Yeah, it's done, man. Well, I mean, this every time Nintendo's like, we're not abandoning it. Now, to be fair, they have supported it more than they had like the Game Boy Advance. But well, they for, did just put a game they, out. They did just put that Kirby. Yeah, game Kirby. Out. And then before, like the, before that, they were the only people kind of putting games out. Luigi's Mansion was last year. Um, they have, uh, I mean, well, technically it's level five, but Yokai Watch. Uh, I mean, they, they are still putting stuff out on there, but apparently that's over. They, they've supported the 3DS more than I thought they would have because. If anybody remembers, the DS and the Game Boy Advance were supposed to be fine side by side, and then it was like, all right, we're done with the Game Boy Advance, though. And then they started put it, publishing DS games only. Yeah. It's, uh... PC games. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, I mean... Most of it's garbage, as it usually is every week. I'm looking through it. Nothing's really standing out to me. Until I got to this one... It's called Horny Girl. Right. I don't want to look that up, man. Don't, I don't, I don't, you don't have to. I'm not. Uh, how about Jack? And the, sorry? Jack and the Creepy Castle? Is that, is that? that sounds like the last game. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm not. It, it's just gotten to the point where there's only one hentai game, though, so. Oh, great. You well, just it says, j- j- there's only one game with hentai in the title. That, but that's what I, that's what I mean. Yeah, there's only one game yeah. with hentai in the title. So there's a game that came out I think last week called Hypnospace Outlaw by the guy who did Dropsy. Yeah, yeah, I know. I saw that. It's yeah. like a '90s online. Type. I thought it was just like a a joke sort of thing where you like explore. No, it's actually a, like a puzzle game. Let's do news. Okay. Mortal Kombat 11 had a little bit of news this week. I don't know if y'all saw it. Uh, they announced Noob Cybot, his character in the yep. game. They showed his fatality. Yep. Holy shit. 
Yeah, it looks awesome. They also announced the first DLC character, which was the most exciting yep. announcement for this, is Shang Tsung, but he's being played by Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa. So if you don't know who that is, it's the guy that played Shang Tsung in the movie. Yeah. Your soul. So he's mine. He is the first DLC character announced, and he is being played by the one and only Shang Tsung. So, Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I got a code for the beta for next weekend since I pre-ordered the big dumb stupid yeah, edition. Yeah, I've got one too, so I'm yeah. going to try and play it. Yeah, I didn't play the closed beta. I didn't even try to get into it. But, you know, if I got a code, I already installed it. It's sitting on my hard drive. I will check it out this weekend. Uh, Sony has announced that they are going to start doing uh, basically directs throughout the year. They're called State of Play. The first one, let me pull up the thing, is uh, today, Monday, March 25th, uh, they will be doing new rev- game reveals, game trailers, news, and more for PlayStation 4 and PSVR. Life of Black Tiger gets a 10-minute segment of their time. We were talking about this on Twitter the other day, but it's very interesting that Nintendo kind of set the trend for direct-style presentations, because Sony's doing one, and, and in related news, Microsoft also announced on Friday that they are opening a new um, stream called Xbox or ID at Xbox Game Pass. Uh, these will stream, I believe, once a month, showing all the new indie games coming to Xbox One and Game Pass. Uh, well, I mean, they kind of did Inside Xbox. Well, they're still doing Inside Xbox. This is another different stream. Hmm. So, and this one airs on Tuesday. So, <laughs> do they have enough to show? Like, let's, like, like, I hate to be like that because I like the Xbox, but like, that I means a bit too had, much. Do you not listen to our talk every week about what's coming out on machines? There's like five to ten new indie games a week on Xbox. And indie. The ID at Xbox is specifically for I guess it'll be covered everywhere. Yeah, but ID at Xbox is just any indie game that's on Xbox. So, I mean, they've got plenty to show. Yeah. I mean, the the last... I mean, I I actually paid attention to it when Last Masquerade came out. Yeah. I mean, there's always always one or two decent games in the, the gaggle of shit that's released on these machines every week as far as indie games are concerned. So being able to kind of focus on those, like Nintendo, we'll get to that news in a second, but their Direct this week was solely focused on indies, and they announced stuff like Nuclear Throne, it's coming to Switch, which is pretty cool. They also announced the new Crypt of the Necrodancer, but it's it's fucking Zelda, yeah, which looks really cool. Um, My friend Pedro, which is that like slow motion, uh, side-scrolling parkour action game with the banana. Yes, that game looks. Banana tells you to murder people. I've been waiting for that game for a while. But it's only on Switch. What? You didn't watch the Direct? They said console exclusive to Switch. Anthony, yeah, you pro- just, you just need to buy It'll probably be on Switch. PC. Well, yeah, but uh, that's where I'll play it. I just... Well, wow. it, I mean, it's console exclusive. Well, I mean, it's not coming to PC this week. It's only coming... Or in April, it's only coming to Switch. It says release in June, but okay. Well, whatever. Jesus Christ. Whatever. Uh, but no, like indie games, it's cool that you know they're getting their own their own showcase. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV has announced the, mo- the most recent pack coming. It's gonna have a new class, a new raid, a new job. And every time I see a story about that game, it makes me want to play it again. Never played it. It's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, I'm All sure I'm saying is. is 
Jump back in, Ken. No, I'm Come. not. I'm not. Come, Ken. Join us again. I don't need another subscription to. <sighs> Fifteen bucks a month is a lot to ask. Smash that subscribe button, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a couple announcements this week of new games, including Vampire: The Masquerade, Bloodlines yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. That is crazy that we're actually getting a sequel to that game, and it's coming okay. to everything, consoles and PC. Hopefully it's not running on the Source engine. I'm sure they're not going to be just reusing re- re- assets, hopefully. Um, and what could have been the saltiest announcement this week? And Man, there were, so many, there were so many Nintendo fanboy tears, but the Persona 5 Royal announcement was scheduled for this week, and guess what they said it was coming out on? Just, Everything but Switch. Just PS4. Boom! They, I mean, I, I was watching the Switch, you know, Switch Twitter. They were convinced that Persona Five was coming to the Switch because you know Joker's and Smash Brothers. It doesn't mean that Persona isn't coming to Switch. It just means that this one isn't coming to Switch. Yeah, but what this is, is this one exactly? Uh, it's a, it seems to be a different person. Yeah, it's like a different main character. It's kind of like what they did with Persona Three on the uh, and Persona PSP. Four, I think, right? Yeah. Persona 4 Golden changed too? No. No, Golden was the same main character, right? Golden was yeah. the same, right? Yeah, it was, you're right. Yeah, it, was Persona it was the 3. PSP version of Persona 3. PSP. But, <laughs> yeah, um, it doesn't Every mean, time. Like, doesn't I'm, mean so, I'm so glad that, that hasn't died. <laughs> well, I mean, the PSP's died, but that hasn't died. Yeah. Uh, uh, the most There's, important... Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. There was, I was gonna say there was a. I remember when people were like when Joker got announced, and then there was they. I bought the site for Persona Five R. There's also one that's Persona Five S that's owned by them as well. If I'm correct, what, they had another letter taken too. Those are the only two that that was theirs. Man, we did. So deep I wouldn't be surprised. R- we are. What are we now? Three months from E3. Boy, the rumor's gonna get thick real soon. Uh, sea of Thieves announced their most important update. Uh, we actually next... have a game. You can fish. Oh, that's what everybody was missing. Yeah. <laughs> what is? It? What? Why do I fish? Well, you can. Like that seems to be that whole game. That, from, to be I fair, to be fair, the update is a lot more than that, uh, including a new single player uh, kind of quest mode. Um, you can also hunt megalodons, which is, sounds kind of rad as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. But, but why? That, that, that's my question. For why do you play any game, Anthony? It's to have fun. <laughs> if yeah, Sea of Thieves it seems had like more... that game can't be pl- like you know, I, there doesn't seem to be any goal in mind for that game. Well, that's what I just said. They announced like a single player quest system. But there's quests in the game already. But then when uh, they're yeah, but they're fetch quests. Goals. They're terrible. Yeah. What I'm saying is that they're trying to add to the game, okay. and, I'll, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, Sea of Thieves is a hell of a lot of fun. My problem is is that I did everything the game wanted me to do in five hours. So if I go back to it, and they've added, you know, 20 more hours of content, I'll have fun again. Supposedly they did. I have Game Pass. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's free like if it's, you have Game Pass, yeah. so you try it out. It sucks. I, I'm pretty, I have it installed on my Xbox. I just never booted it up. We should go, we should, like, jump into it when this update hits and just see if there's anything worth looking at. I've never actually played that game. I had a lot of fun with it. But like I said, I did everything kind of the game wanted me to do within five hours. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of done. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. 
yeah, I know there's the big one. I, I'm kind of holding that for last because it's going to be a conversation. Uh, Sega did announce that uh, they're changing the character in Judgment and that the game is still due to release on June 25th, I believe. Really? So, should be good there. Remedy announced the release date for Control. It's uh, August 27th, I believe. I'm excited for that game. I hope it's good. I enjoyed Quantum Break. I don't care what people said. There hasn't been a single game from them that I've disliked. I love Max Payne 1 2. I love Alan Wake. I loved Quantum Break. So, and this seems like, I mean, the female actress in uh, uh, Control is from Quantum Break, so. Oh, I also forgot to say that Mortal Kombat announced another character this week, but I, it's fucking Kotal Khan. nobody cares. He was a shitty character. He had a cool design. Yeah, but he's lame. That's it, Why though. Why lame? He's, Agreed. He's just a bad character, man. Did you not play X? Yeah, I played X. He's a terrible character. He's just a generic villain. Yeah, but he's not any fun to play. He's just stupid looking. <laughs> he's still not as bad as Ferator. Oh, well, no, Ferator is pretty bad too. But at least Ferator had a gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. What about Cobra? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hating on Cobra, man. The, the Ken Masters of Mortal Kombat. Well, what was the man? There yeah. were some really bad ones in those in the in the uh, PS2 Xbox trilogy. Fucking Havoc. Uh, Movado. Movado. Ugh. So many bad characters in those that trilogy. I'm just excited. Uh, Darius. <laughs> um, who else? Nitara, who I know still has a huge fan following. Well, because she's, she's got her boobs hanging out. That's why she has a fan following. Yeah, it's true. I'm just excited that they're actually making, like, Noob Cybot in the, like, canon, I suppose, like, because you're now playing as the younger, um, Sub-Zero. Yeah, Noob Cybot is a, man, probably the best palette swap ninja, maybe, outside of Ermac. 100%. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Uh, the, I mean, Ermac isn't a palette swap ninja anymore, but he started his life as a palette swap. Yeah. He was red, right? He was orange. Yeah. Orange was orange. or red, yeah. And what's funny is because the, um, if you go back and listen, so the the accepted pronunciation now is Ermac, but because it was originally, the name comes from Error Macro, if you listen to um, anything from MK Trilogy, <laughs> they call him Ermac, Air not Ermac. They yeah. call him Ermac. Ermac. Yeah. All right, let's... Sounds like a Nike shoe. Let's talk about it. Google announced their streaming gaming platform. Okay. It's called Stadia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Am I the only one that watched the whole conference? I turned I it didn't off. Watch any of it. I turned it I off about halfway it. through because it was just fuck. It felt like a PlayStation uh, press conference from like five years ago. Like they were using all these big words, like you'll be able to stream in the seamless worlds and look at these water effects compared to these water effects. It's like. We don't do that anymore. Somebody needed to get Google uh, a memo. I would say PlayStation from about 10 years ago, Ken. I don't know, man. Five years ago, Jack Tritton was still on board, and I enjoyed listening to him. Yeah, but five years ago, they also did that, what was it, half-hour spot on Powers, the TV show. You remember that shit? Yeah, I do yeah. remember that. They brought Kingpin out yeah. for a long time. Yeah, so Google is getting into the streaming gaming thing. The system's called Stadia. It is, there's not a box. 
So this thing will stream on anything, a phone, a tablet, a computer, a Chromecast, a television. Um, they have a controller, which they thought was cute and put the Konami code on the bottom of the controller. I don't know if anybody saw that. Yeah. It's like, uh, see, that that feels like some dude in marketing was like, hey, let's put something that gamers will recognize on the bottom of the controller. Well, I'm wondering if it was only there um, right now as a thing, because eventually that'll be the, um, like, if you turn over most controllers, they have, like, some piece of, like, information. Like, the Sony one has the model number, like, a UPC and all the copyright stuff on the bottom of it. Um, so I'm wondering if that's where it'll go. So on the 3D version of it that they showed, that's what they just put there as a space holder. I think... I get why they did this from a business perspective, because Amazon's about to announce theirs. Obviously, Microsoft is going whole hog at E3 about yeah. xCloud. So Google wanted to get out there and say, hey, we're doing this too. Also, funny side note, I've heard Walmart's also talking about doing this. A streaming gaming console? A streaming gaming service, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, they have a movie one. Yeah, their, their movie one is the best one by far, in my opinion. I think Voodoo is by far the best movie well, that's service. Like, oh, Voodoo has a ton of stuff. Yeah, they have the most licenses. Today, I learned Voodoo is owned by Walmart. I had no idea. You really, you guys really didn't know Voodoo was owned by Walmart? I, no I idea. Not, nope. Go into a Walmart, and you will literally see Voodoo cards everywhere because it's their service. I had no idea that that was owned by Walmart. Yep. So it's not like they're new to a streaming service. It's just kind of funny to hear them possibly dipping their toes in this as well. So, And and this kind of concerns me, because when Microsoft was talking about it, you're like, okay, they're a gaming company, they make game machines, there's one service. But now that we've essentially got, what, four that we know of? Yep. That makes it a little... And, and that's, this was my biggest problem with Google's, is they didn't talk about price. They didn't talk about games outside of the two that they showed, which I heard behind closed doors, Doom was a little rough because of the the latency. So that's, that's why I'll never get into that. Yeah, it's. I don't want to sound like that guy. I don't want to be that. Eventually, this is where it's going to be. Yeah, this, this is going to eventually happen. the tech will support. It being there. Yeah, no. but hold on, hold on. It's not the tech, though. It's the whole well, the, that's what I mean. Everywhere. And it hasn't changed in the last decade. <laughs> well, it's been the same. We are, like, sure, there's pe- less people on dial-up, but that's just because they started using the cable that was already in the ground. Like, it's, we haven't changed enough well, as an infrastructure. And, like, I, everybody that listens to this podcast, and you right now, can tell like listen to my voice this is the internet that i'm on i I don't sound like speaking through a phone normally like everybody else is clear and it's always me that sounds off like that's my internet and like i have better internet than most people in canada like it's absurd 10 bucks you have better internet than i do drew's got pretty crappy internet i have 24 megabyte download speeds oh yeah i know it's better than that yeah. But, like, it's it's just, like, you know, the infrastructure has to change. That's a lot of work. And I know Google can say, like, well, you know, we're still putting in fiber, but they no, haven't. No, they're not. Uh, no, yeah. They, they've said that the, they're, they've pulled they're out. Done? 
they well, pulled out of that. Thing. Well, here's um, here's what I was going to say. That well, and this is probably I would guess anywhere from five to ten years away. But five G is the thing that's coming, yeah. and literally that's all through the air. So, I mean, the infrastructure could be there eventually, but you're right. Right now, I have probably one of the best internet services around here. Like, I get 400 down. And most of the stuff I use can't even peak that. You know, like, my Xbox taps out at, like, 250. You know, so... But they're claiming this stuff only... Like, to get a 4K stream of a game, they're claiming 30 meg down. Yeah. And I'll there's like, no way. Th- there's, no way. There's just no way that's going to be true. It, you just Absolutely can't. Absolutely not. And... Again, no price, no big name games outside of games that are obviously coming or freaking already out. Assassin's Creed Odyssey was their freaking tentpole, and I get it. That game is great, but you need new games. You know, it's just I don't know. Listen, I, I, I don't know that I would want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on a streaming service. I heard it was great. Really? Because they ran a test of it last year. Well, I'm just telling you that this game, there are fights in this game where you got to be, if there's any lag at all, you're dead. Um, so I just can't imagine, uh, I can't imagine that. I well, can't imagine it playing well on a streaming service. You definitely can't have fighting games and no. stuff like that first on First person shooters. Yeah, first person shooters. Like, like Doom was a bad game to show, because, especially if it wasn't running with like almost no latency. Yeah, right. Like so, I couldn't imagine. Well, think about multiplayer stuff. So you got you got a game. So let's say they put Overwatch on there, right? Mm-hmm. So not only are you streaming the game itself, but you're also having to connect to other people. Well, no, you don't. That's the difference. Yeah, you don't stream it, and that's where this 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 is the only thing that I think is good about this is that multiplayer no longer relies on everybody's internet connection because the internet connection between the consoles. Or whatever is fine. It's your ability to view it that's the problem. Uh, I only still run into some hardcore lag in DOA. Well, that's well, a, you're that's, not playing off a central server. You're not playing off a central server. That's yeah. That's the difference. Like, no. the, if it, the only thing that'll affect it, it'll only affect you if your internet's poor on a multiplayer level, which is great because then people with you know terrible terrible internet. It only affects them. It no longer affects me if I'm playing online. That's fine. And I'm sure if you want the YouTube aspect, which they're really pushing, and I mean, this is a great idea, but like that isn't interesting to me because I don't really partake any of that part. The multiplayer was the most interesting thing. It's, a, it's Yeah, it's a very interesting concept. That's just it. Like, they didn't show that off, so... You know, I, I on in a theory, I understand how it works, but like I would have loved to see that. Um, they talked about all this stuff that it can do, but they didn't set up the game. And like, even if it was just with Assassin's Creed, they talked about being able to like watch a video and then just jump in at that point. Why not try to actually do that to show it off? They didn't talk about anything that's on there other than two games or three games or whatever, which is fine. But then like. Why would devs develop for you, right? Like, I wonder that portion of it as well. And I realize it's just PC, so 
there's that portion of it, so it's just you know it, it should be easy to port over to their. Well, I don't even service. think you. I don't even think you have to port it. I think you just have you to know, put it on. Yeah, you just have to put them. it on their service, and but it's just a but, PC like, game. Why would I, to some extent, because like what's there to entice like Assassin's Creed like right now? You know what I mean. It's the well. The, what they're going for is the whole. We're not gonna. You're not gonna have to download this. You're not gonna have to patch it. You know, you can play on any device. So, like, even if your computer sucks, let's say you got like a freaking Dell laptop from Best Buy that you use to send emails to your grandkids. You know what I mean? You can just pick up the control. Which that's the other thing is the controller connects wire uh, through Wi-Fi. Their specific one. Yes. Yeah, they can use any controller for it, but they, theirs connects. Through Wi-Fi right to the server. Exactly. So it's... And what happens when you're... Like, I don't know about you guys, but I have Wi-Fi in my house. There's an occasion when that shit drops. Yeah. You know? And, like, thinking that my controller could drop connection through my Wi-Fi... Now, granted, Xbox and PS4 controllers have been known to drop connection for flukes as well. But... It's I don't know it's 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 cool like Blade Runner Minority Report type shit to think about, but I just don't know. I the reason that I've been so behind Microsoft stuff is that they're not abandoning the traditional way to do it. To, they're only adding on to it. Yeah, and I, that's why I'm okay with theirs because if I'm streaming something and it works, cool. But if not, you know what? I got my freaking digital copy and I can just play yeah. it on my box. You, you want the option to do what you want, not this is the only way to do it. Yeah, well, I don't. I just couldn't trust something wirelessly to play a game that you know I'm. I, I guess that I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's funny we had that conversation last week, Ken, about like digital and physical and even just being able to download, and then Google showed off their service, and that wasn't trying to be timely. That was just something that came through natural conversation. Um, yeah, this is the exact problem. <laughs> like, what What if one day you're playing Assassin's Creed, and they're like, yeah, we're removing it from our service, bye. That's like, there's no the point of doubt. And like, what if it's what if it's exclusive to their service, and they're just like, we're not hosting this anymore. Oh, sure. And, yeah. and, 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 and you know what? Somebody pointed out... Um, on uh, Video Game Apocalypse, which is a Laser Time podcast, um, somebody pointed out, like, think about all the stuff that Google has done as an experiment and just dropped. You said fiber is no longer a thing. Uh, they just got rid of uh, Plus. Yeah, Plus yeah, is good. fine. But yeah. it sucked. It sucked. But it was an experiment that they didn't really stick with. Um, they got, they're apparently they're getting rid of their Hangouts. Yeah, Hangouts are going away. Like, Google. Hangouts are going away. Like, all this stuff is like, all these things that they do, and then they just are like, well, we're done with it. I know people that use Hangouts. Sure. Like, it's like weird, it's this weird thing with Google where they, they put all this effort in, and then they just go, never mind. Yeah, and that's so, that's like, a they, bonus, that's that's a benefit and a detriment to the way Google works, is they'll put something out, they'll put a lot of work into it, but if it's not delivering what they want it to deliver, they'll just drop it. And you know, like you said, that's both, you know, that can be good and bad. Because if they're dropping something that doesn't work, fine, move your resources to something else. I get that. But, but you know what the difference is? Is at least they, like, I'm pretty sure everybody that has fiber hasn't been like, and now your internet's gone, right? But if you buy a controller and their service is done, like, now you have a piece of shit. <laughs> dude, doesn't I, do anything. Dude, I have, right? I have like, a, This is the first time they're getting into the hardware. Now you have a piece of shit. I, have a, no. I had an on-live controller and <laughs> yeah. box in my drawer for years. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great I mean, that there's this yeah. there's this like no barrier to entry that you can just use another controller 
Um, and I understand why they would be selling their own, but it was something I didn't even think about. That just It's hard to trust them to stick with it. Right, yeah. and they're saying all this stuff, but they're like Disney when it comes to like, oh yeah, we we have a game studio. Never mind, you know, we don't want to do that anymore. Like, okay, but this is something like, that I will not jump in feet first when it launches. I'm I'm gonna be in a sit and wait and watch kind of mode for this, for sure. Yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna be in. I physically can't get in the pool. <laughs> yeah, because I I'm I'm my internet's bad. Yeah, this is definitely not something that you want to try to use. Yeah. It's, definitely uh, not, Drew. I'm not jumping Sorry. in the pool because I can't swim. Well, they're saying they're <laughs> saying it'll be able to run 1080p. You can't get up to the... It's like 25 download. 25 download. They're like, oh yeah, there's, it's running 1080p or whatever. There's no way they're going to run yeah, these games I know. 25 download. Like, well, no, not, not in 4K. 10, 1080p. It was some weird thing like that. And I was like, sure. It, it's they were talking a lot of stuff, and like, I'll, I'll tell what, you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. They're showing it on that show floor, but the internet in there is fantastic. Show oh, of course. It somewhere shitty. You know what I mean? Like, show it somewhere where it isn't like it's known to be bad, and have it <laughs> run well. Come to Athens, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to do. Oh, Come man. to Athens, Georgia. The internet's bad here. Yeah. The internet. The, the internet's butthole. <laughs> Let's go there. The internet's butthole. Let's play some Doom Eternal in Athens, Georgia. You know, if you could show me that game running with no lag at Drew's house, running at 1080p, I'll buy your system. <laughs> the only way I'm buying it is if you show me running it with no lag at Drew Leachman's house. That's right. <laughs> I, well, do you know how many copies they'll sell? Zero. Zero, because nobody. Who the hell's Drew Leachman? Yeah, nobody gives a shit about. Drew. Well, that's that's the beauty of it. That's, uh, that's the reason why they don't advertise it that way. We went to some poor sap who has shit internet's house to show off Google Stadia. I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly. Look at this guy's fucking internet. It's terrible. I'll Look at this. It's terrible. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly the moment the minute I turned off that presentation when they started comparing the teraflops of their servers oh. to the Xbox One X, and I'm like. You do realize the Xbox One X is um, is uh, not the new in system my, that's coming well that, out next and year. It's also, in my house. Yeah, it's in my house. As and it far as I'm games. concerned, your whole your whole your whole presentation should have been. And through the power of magic, you can play this shit anywhere. Isn't that fucking cool? Through the power of magic, like fucking, who cares? I, I mean, really, like, who the fuck cares about the back end of things unless you're a developer? And I realize it's GDC. Sure, they're like, sure. Here's here's all their powerful servers that we can do. And I'm going to be honest with you, okay, but is anybody at GDC, like, really, like, I need to know how many teraflops that your thing can run? No. Can it run the game? Yes or no? Like, it, here, I will hand you a game. Can it run it? Well, they did answer the most important question in that presentation. Can it run Doom? Yes. Yeah, it can run Doom. Oh, good. So can my PS1. Well. So can my Super so can Nintendo. My oh, but sorry, so can my Super Nintendo. My Super Nintendo about? ran Doom, so I think we're good. Yeah. Stadia's, that's it. Stadia's perfect. Can run Doom. It's, it's the, the question is not can it run Doom well, it's just can it run Doom. <laughs> yeah. Well, graphing calculators can run Doom, so. That's true. That's true. The, 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 new, the new MacBooks that have, like, the touch bar thing. The touch bar can run Doom. You know what? Doom can run Doom. Did you see that? Where somebody modded yeah. the original Doom into the new Doom? Of, of, of course. I did see that. Yeah. Yep. Great. Doom can but run... But can it, can it run... 
<laughs> Are you Tim Allen over there? What's going on? You didn't see that? I posted that. I, I must have oh, where it. all the sound effects are Tim Allen. Everything's e- Tim Allen. Everything's Tim Allen. From the okay. sound effects to the textures to everything is Tim Allen. Oh, Lord. Nobody wants to see that. Even the music is... <laughs> 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 Oh, we'd love to hear a knee deep in the dead done with that. So there we go. We have our we have our tagline. It's oh, just uh, I don't know how to uh, type, I don't know how to type that out. I think it's H E U G H. Question mark. We're starting to get into Arnold territory over there. Uh, oh shit! I'll be interested. It's. It's a weird thing. We got E3 coming up. Microsoft supposedly going to go all out. So, I mean, they already showed theirs. Remember, they kind of got out in front of it on that last Inside Xbox. They showed the XCloud running Forza Horizon Four on a phone. And I'm yeah. like, okay, okay. Remember how I didn't play games on my phone, like hardcore games? It's because I don't want to play like mainstream, like AAA games on my fucking phone. I don't get it. Like, why do we keep trying this? I don't know. Because they can. Yeah, I mean, it's the Ian Malcolm argument. That shit's been relevant since 1991, yo. I don't know. I, I this is this is useless to me. Oh well. It's about as useless as Tim Allen Doom. <laughs> so, what if they brought back the Home Improvement game? Okay, now we're now we're on to something. Yeah. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> so I found out how you spell that, by the way. It's U U U E E G G H H question mark question mark exclamation mark question mark exclamation mark. Okay. Is that the name of the video? No, that's just how you spell the sound according Did to you. Did uh... you Google how do you spell Tim Allen's sound yes. effect? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Tim Taylor. Sorry, but his name, whatever. His real name's Tim Allen. Yeah. All right, let's do some tweets. Okay. Mookie says, "I'm probably in the one percent club here, but I've come to the conclusion that the last God of War game isn't for me. Deleting it on my PS4." Wow. 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 Apparently, it's not for me either because I own the game. I've put two hours into it. If you don't like the like Zelda like build of a game, then yeah, no. And I don't know. I don't know if Mookie does or not. Like, if you don't like the the old Zelda formula, then you won't like the new God of War. Uh, Curtis says, "Afternoon, fellas. Been reading a lot of articles from so-called gamers and gaming sites talking trash about Google Stadia and how it's going to be bad for." (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me podcast on Monday about guys trashing Google Stadia. No, uh, he says how it's going to be bad for games and gamers. That we didn't say. We didn't say it was no. going to be bad. Uh, uh, I am tired of this. Uh, if it's not PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo, it's not good. What are your thoughts? I think we just ran those. Yeah, I think, you know, what? on the aspect of like bad for gamers, that's dumb. I, I think yeah. this is great for people who um, who only play multiplayer stuff. Really, that's a great aspect of it. But for people that do streaming um, or who enjoy watching video game streams, uh, this is kind of what they're going for with their console. They they spent a lot of time on YouTube uh, in that conference. 
And if that's the type of, you know, video game media you like to take in, then absolutely, that's what you should be looking at. Um, and hope that they get the support to stick around. Um, for me, that's not what I look for in YouTube um, or video games. I'm not a multiplayer gamer, so that's out of it. And the stuff I watch on YouTube is generally like well-researched um, informational stuff like uh, Video Game Historian, Generation 16. Um, those are what I like to watch when it comes to YouTube gaming content. But if you like to watch like the more popular stuff, then I think this is going to be big. Um, it's just whether or not it gets pushed by the streamers that, you know, this I mean, if you, if you give Ninja a million dollars, he'll stream anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm talking <laughs> even smaller than Ninja. Like, uh, you know, people that use YouTube as their main platform, um, who are more, I hate the term, influencers, I suppose. Um, this is what they're building the console around. Uh, it, but for me, I don't see any... Like, I don't think anybody on this podcast really watches that type of stuff. No. So, like, you know, even Game Grumps isn't really live. It's pre-recorded. So, but if for people that live stream a lot, like, this might be the way to go, depending on what Amazon does. I would also consider Game Grumps more comedians than... Yeah, that's true. It's, it's more of a comedy show than anything else. Yeah. That, that's why I watch it. Like, I don't even a lot of times watch the gameplay that they're doing. I just listen to the banter, and I think it's funny. Yeah. So, but you know, like even them who like I, I use them as a more popular sort of channel. Uh, you know, it, I don't even think it's built around them. It's built around stuff that probably even people that listen to this podcast don't really partake in. Like younger kids, I think Stadia is kind of pushing towards. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I, I felt like I went down a rabbit hole the other day. I was actually looking at getting a Game Grumps T-shirt. I was like, wow, I've really fallen in, haven't I? Wow, uh, you are. Um, you are. They only uh, have kid sizes. <laughs> I just I just wanted the one that nobody will get unless you're a fan, and I think it's just a funny comment. The one that says, I'm the video game boy, I'm the one who wins. <laughs> and it makes no sense if you don't know the context of it, and I think that's why it's funny to me. It also makes no sense whenever you cut out whenever you're saying it. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. you cut out big time. Yeah, okay, good. It wasn't just me. I was like, oh, I just lost the joke. He just said, I'm the video game boy, I'm... At- you know what? You know what? Y'all can't play Stadia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I've been saying that clear. this whole time. I told you I can't swim. <sighs> All right. Um, Anthony's favorite uh, tweeter says, uh, Dustin says, missed the last couple of weeks from travel. Then being too busy playing the division, I got some tweets built so uh, up, so buckle up. Buckle up, okay. buckaroo. Uh, Division 2 is awesome. I haven't even played half the missions, and I'm already level 20. Just helping friends catch up. I'm already having a better time than I ever did in Destiny. This is what a Schluter... God, we're really going to do this, aren't we? Schluter. This is what a Schluter should be, and I'll use that word until Ken can pronounce Chocobo right. Uh, Oh, there it is. (laughs) You know what? At this point, I do it out of spite, and it's hilarious. What, say Schluter? No, Chocobo. Uh, I'm just going to keep... I'm going to say it, too. I'm joining in. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Apple Blue. I can't even pronounce it the way you pronounce it. Say it again. Chocobo? Chocobo? You can't say Chocobo. Chocobo? Are you that country that you can't say Chocobo? Chocobo sounds like the country version. Chocobo. Yeah, what, is it, what is it supposed to be? I have no idea. Chocobo. Okay. I don't, I don't 
play those games, so I have I no was, idea. I thought you were going to say, I don't care, and I was like, both of those are true. No. <laughs> um, Blue Apple Blue tweeted and said, Sega for life. Okay. okay. Uh, sure that's not an Anthony account? I'm not. No. It's probably uh, that guy who commented I mean, on Sega's, saying that Sega. Sonic 06 isn't bad. Uh, <laughs> he also says, now that, Google, now that Google's joined Amazon and making a gaming system, neither of those are true statements, by the way. Uh, do I you mean, think Tim Apple will follow? <laughs> I don't know what Tim Allen will. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're using the Tim Apple comment. That's, that's very funny. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, actually, Apple is working on a gaming streaming They service. are. Yeah, yeah I did hear that. But it's theirs is going to be um, for for their phones still, right? Like I, I don't think they're going like from the sounds of it, they were doing like a service for phone games. They'll just be higher end phone games. I don't know. S- subscription services are going to be all the rage for the next five to ten years. So just get used to it. Uh, he says, "Well, Steve's it's body." The, it's the well, Steve's. Um, it's right. It's it's the um, battle royale of the business side of things. Yeah, well. Uh, will Steve's body start turning in his grave? Do you think gamers will accept a new system? Some gamers still haven't accepted Sony as a gaming company. What? I don't know those people. Sorry. No idea. Um, back to Dustin. He says, I played through Suikoden 2, and I still like the first one better. The sequel made some menu options worse. The big battles were giant time wasters and required no strategy. It was slow starting, and without getting into spoilers, the back half should have focused on the main villain. That's I've never another, played Suikoden in the game. I was going to say, that's another one of those games that I love the other pronunciation of it. Like, I worked in a game store when that game Su-Coden. came out. Suikoden. Y'all got that Suikoden? <laughs> I guarantee nobody ever came in with that accent asking for Suikoden. <laughs> Do you remember where we worked? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also remember how much Madden we sold. Oh my god, we sold so much Madden. <laughs> I remember when we would go to get it, like because we would have to get it for the like release day launch. It was a fucking pallet, man. Just wow, a pallet of Madden. <laughs> I don't think I've ever dealt with a release like that. I remember getting a, in a couple of boxes and stuff, but never a pallet of video games. I think the most we ever got of a game was Halo Two. Wow. Man, I remember that Halo 2 Midnight launch. That was insane. Yeah. We, that we were in a mall and it was wrapped all the way around our end of the mall, the line for Halo 2. Halo 3 was a lot like that whenever I went to the Midnight Yeah, I did not work for Halo. I actually went to a Halo 3 Midnight launch. I didn't work for one, but I worked Halo 2. Holy shit, that was insane. Yeah. Um, last, what was the last Midnight launch you guys went to? Fallout 4. Oh, man. I don't remember. I honestly yes. don't. The Switch. Switch. Uh, I think the Wii was mine. Well, the only reason I went to the Switch one, because Nintendo sent me one, so I didn't need to go pick one up. Um, I just got back from a business trip, and Gambus was going to pick his up, and I needed my Pro Controller, so I just went with him. Mm. So, just to kind of get out, because I had been on a plane all day. Destiny was the one for me. That was the wildest thing ever, because it had been a long time since I went to one. And you could tell who, who like, there was a bunch of kids there, and then there was three other people who weren't kids. Guess who those three people were? Me and two other guys who left there in their 30s. And we were like, we're just going to stick with us and not let these kids go ahead of us because, holy crap, they are annoying. I'll tell you, the worst launch to go to at midnight is a Final Fantasy launch. 
Oof. Man. Why? I'm not going to go into detail. Let's uh, just say. Uh, let's just say you should wear a, You should wear a nose plug. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's generally um, convention stuff from yeah. some sounds. I've never been to one, and that's the reason why. Dude, Pax, I don't yeah. put deodorant under my nose. <laughs> Pax is the stinkiest place on earth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, he says, uh, Sekiro is fucking brutal. This game makes Dark Souls look easy. I'm still progressing slowly and starting to get into battle, get into the battle system, but I have a long way to go. Uh, if Google Stadia is the future of gaming, count me out. The U.S. doesn't have the best internet unless you're in a metropolitan area. And with graphics and frames based on bandwidth, how much will your bill be every... That's something else we didn't talk about. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, not to mention exclusive games they could remove whenever. All valid points. Yeah, I totally forgot about because we don't have data caps around here, but a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, thankfully I don't either, so. Yeah. If they ever institute a data cap, I'm just going to cry in a corner. Yeah. That is just a miserable thought. Uh, Curtis comes back and says, And why the gaming media, media getting so toxic nowadays? Are there too much fanboys in the industry or what? think I might even stop following some on Twitter that call themselves gamers that work in the industry. Clickbait uh, seems to be a thing now. Uh, yes. I think not following yes. people that are toxic to you is an excellent idea. Yep. Get them out of your life because you don't need to be reading that shit. You're not yeah. obligated to it. No. Yeah. The, the answer is yes. There is a lot of fanboys that work for the industry. Um, and the second is that it, it people, people do it because it makes money. Unfortunately, yep. yeah. I mean, that's like that's the reason why they kept certain writers around for IGN for, and because uh, they could bring in clicks. And I'm talking years ago. It's nothing new. It's just stuff that wasn't as popular now. But it, it's it, everybody needs to make an outrage thing um, to make money. Like it's disappointing. Yeah, I didn't like Anthem as a game. But if you went to YouTube around launch week, the only thing you saw on every YouTube channel was Anthem sucks, and here's why. Top ten reasons why Anthem sucks. It's it, and they all it's uh, it's all this attempt to sound like they understand like it's um what's the word I'm looking for intellectual arguments that aren't I'm, actually very smart. I'm it's more of a gamer of, than you. Yeah, yeah, it's all part yeah. of the hive mind, man. It's all it's all part of like all right. A lot of people on the internet saying Anthem sucks. Well, let's jump on that bandwagon so that way we can get clicks because everybody says Anthem sucks. You know, and you know, I, I've I've said it, like I'm only bringing up his name because I've shit on him before, but I'm not actually doing it this time. Um, Jim Sterling's kind of famous for this, but if you actually go and read his stuff, like, and not you know watch it, it's a he's a much different person when he's writing. Um, he was one of the few people, and I remember him giving it a 10. I can't agree with the 10, but I know why he gave it a 10, because he gave Deadly Premonition a 10 out of 10, which is just not worth. But he was the only person that like gave that a positive review, really, because everybody else wrote that game off as a piece of crap. And it doesn't run the best, but it, there's a lot of charm to it, and it tries to do different things that you don't see elsewhere. And uh, a lot of people just like the dogpile on stuff. I honestly hate the fact that I had to give Left Alive a bad review um, because I feel like I've just joined that group of people. But 
after trying multiple times, even Justin, um, used to write for the site, um, he hates that game. Like, that's, that's, and he tries to love every game more than I do. And that's how bad that game is. Um, but again, like, if I ran a YouTube channel and I put that out when Left Alive was coming out, I'm sure I would have gotten a ton of clicks for it because that's how you make money now. It sucks. It sucks a lot. That's what happened with me with Fallout 76. I was like, I, I'm sorry. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon of Fallout 76 sucks. There's some, there's some tout to that. I mean, it's, it's not a great game, you know? So, I mean, I, I didn't do it to get clicks. This is what I thought of this game after putting a lot of time into it. I saw one last night that shocked me. So Way out. Six out of ten. I really? saw somebody say... Well, I don't, I don't want to misquote the person, but then again, I'm not naming them, so it doesn't matter. But I saw somebody say, in the game, the Avengers Endgame movie is finally going to prove why the Marvel movies have never been really good. And I'm like, wow. It took us like 11 years. But we finally got here. <laughs> I, yeah, see, that's not... That, that's, that's one of those, like... I understand if you don't like them. I feel like there's got to be a movie you like in the Marvel series. I, I refuse to believe that there's nothing to pull out of them, but I don't like the Avengers, the original Avengers. I thought that movie was boring. Um, yeah, but I love the first Iron Man. Yeah, and that's fine. It's you know, I love Ant Man. Like it's it, it, these are they're all very different movies, and I understand if you don't as a whole you don't necessarily like it, but to say that all the movies are bad because of it, not fair. It's it's and funny the, to me how like how the tide changes. I'm just waiting for the minute when somebody finally comes to the conclusion that the DC movies were better than the Marvel movies and that will be a fact at some point. Um, and I'm just like, I I like the DC movies. I've always been a defender of them, but if you're going to tell me they're better quality than the Marvel movies, I'm just going to tell you you're a fucking moron. Well, yeah. I remember you, I remember Ken, you wrote something along the lines of uh, when Watch Dogs 2 came out, you were waiting for the people to tell say that Watch Dogs 1 was better. Mm-hmm. I am one of the few people who liked Watch Dogs 1 more, but I will tell you that Watch Dogs 2 is a better playing game, except for multiplayer, but that's a totally different conversation. That game plays a lot better than the first one. The driving was better, the, the actual controls were nicer. There was a lot of extra stuff to do that actually paid off for you, other than like playing chess in the park. Everything game. everything gets better and worse with age. Um, but you, I you, you know, either die the hero or you to become the villain. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! That's that's what ends up happening. It's true though. It's something, something that is loved for years and years and years. Eventually, people will be like, you know, I'm sick of these. These actually kind of suck. Yeah these these have always these have always sucked is the funny yeah, these, part they, you know what these have always kind of sucked right yeah and then like yeah. yeah yeah and then you got a mob that's that's exactly what the, the internet has turned into yeah. that's what the internet is, is all about now is getting people riled up about something and so yeah mute them or unfollow or do whatever you need to do um yeah you know I, 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 your own like, opinions, you and negative. that's all you need to do. The, yeah. yeah, I may be, I may be fallible in a lot of areas, but one thing, I, if I like something, I like it. If I don't, I don't. You know, the best thing ever is not the worst thing ever. Five years later, for me, should I still have happy memories of Alone in the Dark, Drew? I mean, I'm not going to say I had great memories. Of the game, I said it was one of the most innovative games. 
And then he played it again. And then I played it again. Yeah. I changed my mind on that one. Yeah. It lived long enough to become the villain for me. (laughs) (laughs) I defeated that villain, and I will never go back to it, ever. Uh, Let's move on. Dustin says, how about that Nintendo VR? That came from left field, and it looks like a workout to play. I don't know. The the ads for that thing just look like a bunch of kids looking up animal butts. I don't know. I... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I um, eh, sorry that throws me off. That's that comment. Sorry, um, I really liked uh, Metal Gear Acid Two. Uh, I like the Metal Gear Acid games. I've already said that, but like Metal Gear Acid Two came with a little cardboard slider that you slid over the PSP screen, and the effect of that was really great. Um, so adding motion to that, I think it'll work just fine. I think it'll be a neat thing. I just hope they actually use it. Like I know that they kept the one of them, one of the other Labo kits works with, like, Mario Kart. I hope that they use yeah, this in something vehicle. else. Actually, two of the... Um, the car and the bike, of, right? Yeah, well, two of the Labo kits work with Mario Kart. Yeah, the um, the motorcycle from the original variety kit, and then um, the pedal and the steering wheel from the new vehicle kit also works with um, uh, Mario Kart. Yeah, so if they do something like that where they either add in functionality or, like, support it with future games, I I think it'll be neat. Uh, It's definitely not, like, to the same quality as an actual VR headset, but uh, the effect that you can get off of a screen, that resolution, is still pretty good. Um, It'll just be a very small screen because it'll be two images side by side that they do eye tricks with and make a 3D image out of. His next tweet says, been playing Shinmu for PD, and I'm probably close to the end. I can see both wow. the complaints and the praises of that game. But to straight up say the game is shit is asinine. You can hate it if it's not a genre you like, but you can't argue the influence it had in the industry. I've, yeah, been, I've, I've never that, argued. So. I've never argued the influence it had in the industry. I still stand by the fact that it's oh, a shitty game. Ken, you just hate it. You think it's terrible. You think it's never done anything good. Ever. It's a bad game. You're a bad game. I am a bad. Don't play me. I'm a bad game. <laughs> that that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> don't play me. I'm a bad game. Don't play me. I'm a bad game. Yeah. I wouldn't play me. I wouldn't play Shenmue. <laughs> it's going to be one of the better games that we play for Phoenix Down as of right now. So. I'll just leave all my jokes to myself. It's fine. That's fine. Yeah. You think it'd be better than Haze? I said Haze. one of the better games. I didn't say it was going to be the best game that we played. Okay. No, I think Haze will probably be number one for me still after Shenmue. Yeah. I mean, that being said, if I spend most of my time Shenmue playing the old Sega games, then maybe not. I mean, that's the only thing in that game that's worth a shit. Listen to this guy. <laughs> I lied. I threw one okay. in. Okay. Okay. <sighs> His next tweet says, "I would take a Parasite Eve remake over Dino Crisis any day." Uh, I must be. I feel like I must be the only person in the world that does not care at all about Parasite Eve or Dino Crisis. You? Pr- I think you are. I don't care for Parasite Eve. I actually I, like Parasite I Eve love better Paras- than Dino Crisis. This- the story in Parasite Eve is interesting to me, but I, the, I've watched the gameplay and went, no, nah, I don't need I watched the movie. I was going to buy it on PSN and was like, no. Motherfucker, I watched the movie. That's right, Japanese they did only. Movie. Yeah, they did a Parasite Eve movie. It's all in Japanese. 
It's based off of a book series, so yeah, you'll yes. never see another one. That's the reason why it's called The Third Birthday. Fucking mitochondria is going to kick your ass. Okay. It's actually a sequel to the book? Can't oh, remember. I, I, think it's a, I think the game is a sequel to the book. Yes. It's a Japanese novel, so you'll never get another game in the series because they don't have the rights to the book anymore. Well, they just call it The Third Birthday. That was the third The game. Third Birthday 2? Yeah, The Third Birthday 2. The sixth birthday. The sixth <laughs> birthday. I like both of those series. I'll take either one. You know what? You can remake Parasite Eve and not Dino Crisis, or remake Dino Crisis and not Parasite Eve, or you can just do Isn't them both. Parasite Eve, though, Square? Yeah, it's Square Enix. Yeah, you're never seeing a remake of that. They gotta do the seven remake first. Yeah. How is, how are they, how's their star director gonna do four games? Uh, I don't know. Um. <clears throat> Have you seen the NES game they found, UWC? It's a wrestling game that was fully made, but for some reason never released. I read about this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anytime they can save a game from, even if it's not the greatest game, um, from destruction is nice to hear. Uh, the SimCity one interested me more, the NES SimCity yeah. prototype, but because uh, I'm not a huge wrestling fan, especially of NES games, but... Uh, they're based off of it, but uh, it is neat that they found that. I just, yeah, they they scrapped it, and then they ended up releasing another game, and it's not the exact same game, like repackaged. So it's actually totally different code or something like that. Yeah, it's always weird. cool when we find like weird, obscure games that were lost to time. I think that's neat. Yeah. Uh, do you think we'll get a Virtual Boy collection for the Nintendo Labo VR? Yeah. God, I hope no. not. I, I only want um, the uh, Wario Land to come off of there. It's the only one I've never played. I don't want any of those games to come off and give me a giant fucking headache. <sighs> well, I don't think I don't think it will because of the way. Like, I don't think it's this. Like, I think it's the lighting system of the Virtual Boy that's the problem, not even the color of it. Why does Evo hate DOA Six? Too much titties and not enough violence. Because Evo, Evo is a, filled with a bunch of picky people that complain about games getting in. Not enough weebs? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know every, time, of... every time Evo comes up, I feel like there's always a fight about what's there and what isn't. I don't really care. I like watching Evo. It's cool. It's neat. But Easiest thing to watch, too, for in terms of like... Oh, sure, for esports. Gaming. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very fun to watch. One-on-one. Perfect. Simple. Yeah. I like watching Evo. I don't really care about the games that are there. I think some of it is definitely marketing. Otherwise, why would Sam Show be there when nobody's even seen that fucking game yet? I know. I don't why would they have? Who's going to be the expert at that game? Yeah, really. I was, thinking, I was thinking more of like why would they have had Street Fighter Five if it was? Well, Street Fighter's always the headline. Well, Street Fighter's always the headline. I know, matter. but what I'm saying is like they've had they had uh, Melee there for years, didn't they? Yeah, but Even they're, replacing Smash with, Brothers. they're replacing well, they Ultimate this year. Because Ultimate has everything Melee has. Yeah, but it's still not as good according to the Smash community. Of course it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the noise they make, too. Fucking, that's, that's, that's the I don't one, give a shit. That's the one game I don't even watch. I, yeah, I have no Watching Smash, Smash is hard to do. Watching Smash is boring, too, because it's not like they're... Po- like, okay, the rules are set, and you can't use these characters, and... This is the only stage we'll play on, so it's going to look the same the entire thing because we only play on Final Destination. Here's the rule set, and it's always like, you know there's other parts of this game, right? Like, no, it's just got to be pure skill. I'm like, all right. No, that's, that's what it is. Um, shit. 
Ooh. So in Japan, if you get caught with child pornography, you get some jail time. But if yeah. you do cocaine, you're erased from history. <laughs> Say what? Yep. Apparently, this is in reference to the judgment story about the guy yeah. who got caught with cocaine in his. He didn't even have cocaine on his person. He had cocaine in his system. Yeah. Why did he do a drug test? Uh, <laughs> why, why would you do a drug test? I don't think they you get an option long, in Japan. They have kind of different drug rules over there. But You can't come in this building without doing a drug test first. I've heard this actually from a lot of people who travel to Japan. Basically, the one thing people tell you when you go there is don't do any well, drugs. I had heard that Paul McCartney wasn't wanted in the country for years because he had a little bit of marijuana. Yeah. Like in a system or something like that. So. Yeah, it's apparently a pretty much if you're caught with or doing drugs in Japan, you're pretty much just fucked. Wow. So. It's just weird that they erase you from history, basically, for doing drugs. But, you know, other stuff that's highly questionable, like, ah, do a little bit of jail time and then you're, you're fine. Like, mm. uh, Free Dead Cells DLC coming. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, I'm excited for Final Fantasy 15 episode Arden. I can finally put that game on my shelf after I finish the last episode. Did Ken find the VCR tape yet and find out what's on that sex tape? That's not it's sex not. Tape. It's not that he. It's not that he doesn't have the tape. It's that he doesn't have a VCR. Yeah, who got a VCR? Like for I real. have offered. I'm just making this clear to all the listeners. I have offered to digitize it for Ken, but Ken said no. <laughs> I don't live anywhere near you. I'm not shipping. I said, yeah. That's just. That's it. He doesn't want anybody to see it. What if I pay for shipping? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Everybody, crowdsource, give to my Patreon. We're going to get it. Going to get Ken's awful old band video. I knew somebody on this show would end up Patreon begging. Yeah, here it comes. (laughs) You got to have some some pictures of you and some sexy cosplay. (laughs) That's tier three. I can come up with Nobody wants to see that, including. (laughs) Tier three. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta be at the $50 tier for that actually his next tweet says when is Ken gonna upload his band to SoundCloud or Bandcamp or will it be a Patreon exclusive <laughs> what is with this SoundCloud you gotta have a viral tweet before you can advertise anything on SoundCloud that's, that's very true. true that's very true I don't have any viral tweets I am sad to say no, so nobody will ever hear our Bob Dylan covers. <laughs> we oh, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Next tweet. Next tweet. Wait for it. When is the Bob Dylan Patreon going up? <laughs> there it is. Will you cover Creed's greatest hits? Will a stretch oh. goal be having Gambus Khan return to the show? No, oh, man. Can you no. take me higher? Oh, <laughs> Can sing you all, take me higher? All of Creed's songs sung as Bob Dylan. What if? What if? What if? What if? We don't have to settle no goddamn score. <laughs> no appeal on the docket today. This is my nightmare. This is what my nightmares sound like. Uh, Just my own scenes sung by Bob Dylan. My own prison. And he said, I've created my own prison. <laughs> oh, God. We don't care if Gambus Khan doesn't play games or not. We just want to hear his commentary over every episode. Did Gambus Khan ever play games anyway? Nah, just Super Robot he played Tyson. Bioshock, according to Drew. <laughs> he did play Bioshock. 
He yeah. did play Bioshock. We will bring up that story anytime possible. I absolutely love it. Uh, In fact, I might go back at work today. I got to work today. I might go back and listen to that Game of the Year episode and listen to him say that. Oh, God. So funny. Uh, Those Konami Classic bundles look awesome. Can't wait to pick those up. Yeah, I'll buy all three of those. Fuck that. I don't know about the arcade one, but the Contra one alone is definitely a purchase for me. I'm interested to see what else is on the Castlevania one. I don't care. I'll probably end up buying it. It's got Super Castlevania and the first Castle. I'm good. I'll buy it. Don't care. No Simon's what? Quest, though. We don't know yet. There's yeah, still well, four more unannounced games. It'd be a real shame if that wasn't there. We have a we have a second Castlevania game, Game Boy, which is pick it up for. Uh, if Rain isn't in MK11, I'm out. Bye, Felicia. Well, that's a that's a. <laughs> that was my comment. Not his. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Can't. Can't. I'm surprised uh, that would be the character, but. Yeah, I don't know what people's obsession with Rain is. I really don't. I, I like him as a character. I think he's got some cool moves, but he, it wouldn't be a out for me if he wasn't there. Yeah, I, I I like um I like Rain, but I I agree. There's not a there's not a chance I would pass on the game just because he wasn't in it. He was kind of lame in MK9. I'm, I'm be, if I'm being real honest. Yeah, he was the um, you know, he was. I I liked I liked him in some of the previous games and. I did enjoy his character in MKX. I think I think one of the the best things that um, NetherRealm has done with that series over the last several entries is really differentiate the palette swap ninjas. Yeah, for sure. And give them give them different backstories, give them different looks, give them different personalities. I think they've done a really good job of that. I- I can't wait. This is the lamest thing about. I can't wait to have the character customization. Yeah, that'll be cool, for sure. Next Machina is on sale for three dollars on PSN. And no, Tony, I don't care how much that is in Canada. Everyone needs to pick it up. <laughs> Jesus. What? Uh, what game? Next Machina. Next Machina. I don't even know what that is. That's a top-down shooter from. Um, oh God, uh, the Rezo Gun guys. Ah, okay. And, um... Oh, crap. Uh, the guy who made, like, Defender and all that uh, was also worked on it, uh, Robotron and everything. Um, gotcha. We're going to run through the rest of these tweets real fast. Drew's already had to drop, which makes me sad, because the next tweet's about him. Uh, have you seen Drew's on Instagram? He's the next Bobby Flay. <laughs> I don't know. Posting some food stuffs all the time, yeah. huh? Uh, who's reviewing all the VR games? Have you guys checked out the Mage's Tale or Wizards Remastered? You know, I reviewed one VR game, and to be frank, I just, I don't like reviewing those. They're weird to review. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are experiences, and like, how do you kind of review that? Yeah. Uh, Blaster Master Zero Two, heck yeah, I need to play that game soon. Uh, <laughs> Dancer was announced as a ranged DPS for the new Final Fantasy XIV expansion, and a new playable race that looks like... Uh, Lions are coming too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep trying to get me to play that game again. And finally... Subscribe, subscribe. So Xbox has an app where you can stream PC games to your Xbox. Has anyone tried this? I need to check it out. Uh, I don't know how it works, and I didn't even know that. Yes. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I did... Well, one thing we didn't mention, or maybe you guys mentioned it when I was on the podcast, but they rolled out the, um, the PS4 um, remote play for Apple devices. Yeah, they did. I've heard it's... Fine. 
It's okay. Yeah, I mean, it works. It works about the way you would expect it to work. So it works about the way the Vita streaming does. Yeah. It, so okay. the Xbox thing is totally true. Uh, what it is, is is an app on your Xbox. I forget the exact name of it. You download it, and it essentially just mirrors your desktop onto the Xbox, and you can use your controller like a mouse. So you could boot games from Steam. You can boot them from Epic Games. You can boot them from anything on your desktop. I have not tried it, but if it works anything like their other, the reverse way streaming, where you could stream games from your Xbox to your PC, that had some lag issues for me over Wi-Fi. It's a little better, obviously, when you're hardwired into the router itself. So I'm assuming it works about the same. I have a Steam Link, so... It's essentially what this is. It's just a Steam yeah. Link. It's just one yeah, of the less I thing mean... you got to plug into your TV. Yeah. So, but that's all the tweets. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, it's at 4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to follow us individually, Drew's at DMF Fury, Ryan is at WombatRP. Uh, Anthony is at NTRSKT, and you can follow me at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. And if you want to shoot us an email, nobody shot us an email in weeks. Makes me sad. Makes the inbox sad. You can send them to podcasts at ZTGD.com. Uh, since Drew's not here, we'll plug Phoenix Down. Quiet Man coming up next. Yeah. So enjoy After a that. delay this week, we are still, we haven't dropped it. Just sat on our thoughts a little bit longer. So how do you feel... Three months into the year of the bad game, um, was it a mistake? Yes, no. Um, <laughs> really depends on. Like, I, I still don't hate Damnation. I know that pisses off a few people, Justin, particularly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't hate Damnation, but like, and I didn't really hate Secret Service. I just stopped playing it. I had no more interest in it. But um, I don't know. For every Sonic 06, like the Quiet Man, the, again, the first time through was absolutely one of the worst experiences I've ever had in the video game, and I thought it was going to beat out Sonic 06 for how bad it was. Um, because it, it just take any movie, mute it, and then try to follow the plot. A movie you've never seen before. Like, that's basically what The Quiet Man was the first time through. Um, and the second time through, it made me see the potential in the game a bit more, but how poorly executed it was. So, you know, it's weird, because like, we're going to play Shenmue next, and I... I have no issue with that. Um, I'm going to give it another shot um, to see how I feel about it now. Um, but, uh, you know, we, I don't think we've seen the worst of it yet, so ask me when we've played something worse than Sonic 06, which I'm sure we will. All right. Well, that's all I got. If nobody has anything else, we can get out of here. Yeah, I'm good. There's, good. A, there's a God of War comic, if anybody does like who does like God of War, they're... Uh, there's a God of War comic based off of the new game out there, and it's pretty good. Alright. That's it, we out. Peace out, Bertrand. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.